Capcom. Nice. You are now in tune with the boss of the business, the What the Heck Show, on UnionPowerRadio.com. and sisters of local 804 and teamsters across the country today is sunday may 19th and i'm your host tony rosario coming to you live from my backyard in brooklyn today joining me will be the original what the heck what the heck That's we're right. here in brooklyn brooklyn <laughs> oh, oh somebody's getting pulled over over there on the corner Goddamn! always in brooklyn <laughs> Uh, you know, Hector obviously is the original What the Heck, Hector Fortis, our business agent, the beast from Brush Avenue. And today I have a special guest on the show, uh, a young uh, member, part-timer, by the name of uh, Julius ba- Julius Barber. Hello, how you doing? How you doing? Thank you for being on the show today, young man. Very welcome, very welcome. I appreciate you guys bringing me in today. Thank you. Yeah, man. Uh, we, we got uh, Julius to come to his first general membership meeting. And uh, Jelias is a three-year part-timer, yes, yes. and uh, he's a, a guy that finally sees. He's been here three years, so you guys could imagine he's had to deal with the uh, the original. I mean, the the uh, the original, mm-hmm. the old executive board, and uh, he didn't really know much about unions because of that. The the three years that he spent with the company, uh, and he'll tell you in his own words, you know, a lot of guys, he asked about the grievance process at one point, and he didn't get a lot of information because guys were scared back then to put in grievances. So we're here to show him how it's uh, done today, thanks to our new executive board, guys that are actually taking initiative. And, uh, and, uh, and I wanted to have him on the show because we need a young perspective. And uh, so, Julius, talk to us a little bit about your time at UPS and uh, a little bit about yourself. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me once again. Uh, me first starting out in the company was very hard because it was a lack of information there. Uh, the scarcity in the information was pretty drastic because... Nobody wanted to speak because of how they had they foot the the executives had their foot on the necks of the staff, especially the small staff. And when I say the small staff, I mean part timers, those who are already full time, uh, already had you know they, their feet wet a little bit because there was things that you know had to be told to them due to the position that they was holding. Uh, the part timers, 
we are we're more you say it's it's more easy for us to just be uh, put to the side because uh we don't have too much people to back us and we the, the shop students that we had from uh, uh my previous time in the three years they I, I i won't say that all wouldn't wouldn't help but uh there was some who you know kind of backed down a little bit and they wouldn't give us all the information that we needed and uh since uh you know new shop students and the new executives had came it's, it's been it's been pretty well for us well that's that's good to hear so based on your past experiences so far with the company um what you're saying basically is that uh over the last few years the the stewards back then or or whatever the case was they were probably not uh sh sharing that much information because of uh well one uh is is fear yes. for retaliation from the company yes and uh now that things are different you know uh i'm one of the new stewards now there uh only been there a few weeks yes and uh we are trying uh with the new executive board trying to change the culture mm. trying to bring you guys out trying to get you guys some training and education on uh on the union what the union's about yes. and what the union can do for you yes and um speaking on that about the union and uh the the education educational wise the the meeting that took place today was actually very informative because they the 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 way that they're reaching out now, it's 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 kind of a, a, a ease off on our shoulders because, just, just like you said, the the programs that that are now about to be um, produced for us, is something that we needed beforehand. But now there's um there's new things going on in the company. The twenty two four, you know, it's, I feel I feel as if um they they stepped up. I I don't want to say it's anybody's fault, but they stepped up kind kind of too late. Because now it's, it's it's sort of like if you want to go into a full time, you have to uh, be put in, in in a position in which most people don't know what the stipulations behind it are. So the new twenty two four position that's uh coming up, you know the it, it's just certain things that um really won't won't fly with certain people. Well, you know? yeah, absolutely right on that. You make a very good point. Uh, um, a lot of people are reluctant with the twenty two fours. Um, especially because one thing they can't do is uh, 22-4s can work all kinds of hours. Mm. You know, there's really no no limitation to the amount of hours they can work. They can't put in for request loads. Wow. Uh, they're not offered double time to work on a Sunday. Wow. Um, they will definitely be working Tuesday through Saturday, most of them, uh, probably all of them. And, uh, yeah, so I, I see what you're saying. A lot of people, you know, they want those. Well, they w the company had promised and we got on paper for the contract 110 new 22-3 jobs yes. which have to be split through about i would say uh, at least six or seven buildings right and they're going to put them where they need the most right um and our building in forster avenue i believe uh i spoke to the business agent luby and we're going to have hopefully about four positions at 22-3 being filled now I mean, being filled soon, they're going to be, there should be a bid list for them in right. a few. Right. Uh, obviously, that goes in seniority order, right. Right. and guys with top pay will get that. But let's discuss a little bit about what went on in the meeting today. 
Well, I got something to say about the 22 Fours. The 22 Fours was uh, presented by the International. Yeah. And uh, it had nothing to do with the supplement with the local. Uh, we have no control when it comes to the National. Uh, and I think that uh, that 22 Fours, uh, I, I hate it mm-hmm. only because of the fact for yourself. As a as a part time and want to go into driving, right. you're you're gonna be squeezed into the twenty two to four. Exactly. So you know that's they're not no full time driving anymore. Like they they're gonna take anyone that wants to go into driving from part time mm-hmm. and put them into the twenty two fours, which sucks for you guys mm-hmm. because it's you know four hours in or four hours out, right. or they could use you they could use you as eight right. hours inside or eight hours outside. Right. You know, in the, in the driving field. And the thing is that you're going to be making $6 less than mm. a full-time uh, driver. Right. So right. it sucks right. that they even fucking even introduced this to this company. And now that the company is, is, is going and, and running with it, like uh, Danny Montalvo, the backstabber, says, <laughs> uh, I'm going to take it and run with it. Th- right. This is what they're doing. And it's right. fucking you guys up right yes, now. And, and, and it sucks. And it really, really sucks because you could be out there with being the 22-4 mm-hmm. and you see a regular driver and you're doing the same, same job. job. Exactly. And then you're saying, damn, what the fuck, man? Yes. I'm fucking killing myself the same way he is and I'm making $6 less. Exactly. So it sucks. It really, really sucks, man. And my question behind that is uh, how does the pension work? Well, you go the into the pension. So um, I, the wording of the contract so the wording in the contract is it, it's not too strong for the twenty two four. So you know you could I, I don't know if they can get rid of you at any point in time. No, you're gonna be in the union. You're gonna you're gonna be doing your forty. You know the same thing how you do as a driver. You do your forty seventy. Uh, you, you're in the union. You're a full timer. You're gonna be contributing to the pension, mm-hmm. and then uh, you're gonna be having the same pension as a regular full time driver. The only problem is is the wages. Right. So what Just, about the option of it all? Uh, do you have an option going straight into it? Say if you want to go in as a full time driver. Well, uh, now they don't. Now, now they're gonna run with this shit. Now that mm-hmm. the contract is ratified, now they're gonna go with hiring twenty two four. Now, right. now, so the first dips on that 24, uh, 22, uh, four jobs are you, you guys, right. the the inside guys that mm-hmm. you know that knows how to drive. You know, you gotta, you know, when you're applying for this job, you have to know how to drive stick shift. You right. have to pass the DOK, the DOT, uh, physical, and it's the same thing as a driver. But now you're gonna be introduced as a tier three or tier two, whatever, which is twenty two four. And I mean, I, I I don't like it at all. I never liked it when they first announced it. When uh, the international uh, produced this to the to the to the company, and uh, you know the company ran with this shit, and right. they're gonna run with it. Right. You know, now instead of hiring a full time uh, driver, now they're gonna start hiring the twenty two force. And to me, that's uh, that's basically still part time. You know, it's like you don't, you're not, you're not really get. It's a crab in a bucket kind of thing. You're not really getting out of the part time, you know, bowl. They just they just putting you right back inside of it, but they're just putting a different kind of name on it. And uh, see, the thing is, the exact the exact same position that um, is being applied right now is the same position that I'm already taking and, and already um, you know I'm, I'm already partaking in that position technically with the company. He's basically uh, kind of like I was a long time ago. He's working two part time shifts where they'll have him come in. He's not an official twenty two three combo, but he does the combo type work. He'll come in, he'll he'll unload his trucks, and then, but before that, he'll go out on the road and help a driver for a few hours. So, you know, he's one of the part-timers that's getting split and to do different pay rates. What are they giving you, like 15-something an hour for helping, and then you get what? For, 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 yeah. So, you know, it, it's one of those things. And, uh, 
I see what you're saying, and, and the best way I could explain it to you so you could understand is see, a lot of people, especially the young guys, they think it's the fault of the union period. They don't realize that it our local, and what Hector was trying to say, didn't have any say in that language as far as the 22 exactly. fours go. You know, what they were able to do was put some restrictions on That's it. That's correct, yeah. Um, which was a good thing, but at the same time, it's still for guys like you that want that full-time position. Right, right, it, right. It, you know, it's not a, uh, it, to me, it's not a great full-time position. A lot of people aren't happy with it. The executive board is not happy with it. And this was something that was rammed down our throat by Hoffa. As I was explaining to you earlier, Hoffa's, Dennis Taylor, actually. Well, yeah, Dennis <laughs> Taylor. And, 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 and as I was explaining to you earlier, that's like, you know, our local is, is, is what happens here in New York. And, and, and Vinnie Perone and the executive board, he's the president. Hector Fortis is one of the business agents. There's a group of them. And they, are, they were only able to fight on certain language in the supplement for us right. to protect us. But as far as wages go, as far as you know the the new position the 224 and amongst a few other things it's controlled by the international which is if i had explained it in a different way it would be like donald trump being the president of the country well hafa is the president of ibt he's the president of the country as far as teamsters go we're you with know and right we're right. dealing with uh the, the well, you know they, that they can only do what they can do as as in our state and protect us right. Right. you know so yeah, the the thing that we did with the twenty two fours is put language into it because a lot of states didn't don't a lot of locals didn't do uh, languages. I would like if you hear the background, it's we in the backyard and uh, we hear planes passing by and the guy the kids playing next door, but uh, <laughs> and wind <laughs> and and the wind right. We're outside in this nice weather here. Everybody's barbecuing. Um, but uh, the language that we put in is uh, pretty pretty strong languages because they wanted to use the twenty two fours for everything. They wanted right. to use them for uh, car washing, clerk right. work, and all that. Uh, in our supplement, we we don't allow them to do that. Mm. The only thing they allow to do is either work inside or work outside. Exactly. You know, they could do the split, which is four hours in, four hours out, mm. or they could do eight hours in and eight hours out. It, it, they could use that that. And right. they're going to use that. They're going to yeah. use it because this is when it comes down to uh, taking away the overtime from right. the regular drivers. Right. right, So, and, you know, we don't even know the time schedule, mm -hmm. what time you guys are going to start the 22 fours. Uh, we, we don't know any of that because they don't know any of that. Mm. And they have to let us know because when we was in the contract negotiations, you know, they talked about the 22 fours, but they didn't have an idea right. how they're going to use the 22 fours. Right. You know, they say 25% for each center. Um, I mean, if you have 100 guys there and you use 25, that's like almost... A lot of a lot of drivers there, but I don't think they're going to use that because I don't think they they. I don't think they have any have too many people like. No, that. and and the thing is that that's why we need the part time is we want those part time is yes. you know to get these jobs because we because if they don't get enough guys from the inside they're going to go start looking for the outside. The, the thing is is that most people do not who are inside the building do not know that they have certain entitlements right. with with the company, <laughs> and um. That's right. If. You start to explain that. For example, when you have certain uh, people who come down from bigger boards and uh, they come down to finally, you know, reach out to certain people, what they would do is go straight to our management. They won't come straight to us. They won't they won't uh, feel the need to necessarily sit down and speak to us. And plus, on top of that, we don't have, you know, that much time in general to even sit down and have a conversation because the break time is not 15 minutes. 
Yeah. It's, it's 10 minutes. So it, by the time these people are, are, you know, rushing to get their food or, you know, just trying to make it back to their work section, you know, it's it's over for any type of general conversation that you want to bring to somebody's table. Yeah, so, that's absolutely right. That's, the, that's what I've been battling, trying yeah. to get a group of guys together. That I can have a nice sit down with them and really discuss you know, and Bob is one of the people that have been listening, and you know that's why I was thankful that he came to the meeting, and and he's got a lot, he's got a lot on his mind. That's why we wanted to bring him in here. Thank you, I think. I, I like I like the new approach. Um, the reason why I love the new approach, I'm not gonna say I like it. I love the new approach because the the confidence that is bringing to a lot of my fellow part timers, um, that's that's really what we need because. Once we start finding out uh, certain things can be done, then maybe the rules will get changed. Once you know, of a, a good a good progressive amount of people you know start to twenty two four, and you know they they know their rule book, and uh, when when certain things are trying to get passed, you know they stand up for it and say, listen, this is not for me. This is not what I'm supposed to be doing. This job doesn't apply to me. But the thing is, even with my position, you know they'll try to put you. This place, that place, that place, all over the place, and um, yeah, they make you work out of your yeah, classification. Exactly, exactly. Things that need certifications, they 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 feel as if you don't need to be certified for. Mm. But if something comes back that uh, messes up uh, any type of safety or you know right. any anything that, that that like if you're driving a Cushman and you're not certified to drive a Cushman and you just so happen to hurt somebody <laughs> on that Cushman, that's your ass. Yes, yes. You guys got Cushmans over there in uh, oh yes, sense? we yeah. have a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> I got certified as soon as I got in as a clerk because I wanted to drive those puppies around. <laughs> yeah. That was first time I went to uh, Forza. That's a big building. Yeah. Not as big as 43rd, but no. uh, it's big. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and that, that's basically one of the, one of the issues. Um, you know, uh, th- there's a lot of issues as far as people working out of their classification. I can yes. tell you that. And we're slowly trying to crack down on that. Thankfully, again, we have an executive board that's listening to us and hearing us. And one of the things I can't stress enough is, you know, and and I don't want people to misunderstand when you're putting in a grievance on someone for working out of the classification. Don't look at it as being a rat or being, you know, at the end of the day, you're doing your union duty. The only way to protect the jobs and to protect the classification is to put in that grievance you know, I mean, if it was me and I see somebody working out of their classification, first thing I'm going to do is put in a grievance, you know, and uh, and that's how we stop them from doing it. See, in the past, you put in a grievance, Ooh, plane overhead. We're in Brooklyn. <laughs> we got helicopters flying. That was a helicopter. Yeah, the heli- it's a NYPD helicopter looking out here. <laughs> But we're in Brooklyn in the me. back. We're in the Brooklyn. It wasn't me. Hey, <laughs> exactly. In case everybody's uh, wondering, we're in the backyard of Tony Rosario's house and uh, outside, and you hear every background of planes, the helicopters, <laughs> even Popo. <laughs> yeah, so right. So they came flying over. Yeah, they came flying over because they heard what we were saying. So right, coming after us. So, yeah, I, I lost my train of thought. Where were we? Okay, uh, discussing the work people working out of job classification. Yeah. So, you know, and, and, and you know, one of the things that I, I love about the executive board is they want the members to be empowered. Right. You know, we want to empower the members. The, the power that the executive board has and the leverage they have against the company when they right. go to fight uh, a certain case or a certain anything dealing with uh, defending the rights of the members, right. it comes through us. You know, we we have to empower ourselves so that we can do what we can do what needs to be done so it gets to their level so they can handle it appropriately. 
And um, it starts with guys like you, Bubba. It starts with guys like you. It starts with uh, it starts with you, and then it comes to me, who's a steward. Yes. You know, and then I do what I got to do, and then I when I'm when I'm stonewalled, I bring it right to the board, yeah. and then the board does what they got to do, and it's it's an effect that that takes a few steps, but done properly, it's very effective. Yes. Um, going off of what you're saying about the grievances, um, when you uh speak. When you, when you first come into the company, you learn about who your shop students are. Uh, they don't really imply too much about what responsibilities they hold. They they give you like you know the main responsibilities. If you talk to them for uh, anything anything goes wrong, you have uh, any problem with uh, your overseers, then you know you can you can you can speak to your shop students. Um, what I've been learning, you know, when uh, over the course of time that I've been here these three years, is that. The job of the shop steward is, is is more. The shop steward is is more for, is is more for uh. The protection, the protection meaning is, is is more is more protective than what these managers can give you, you know, because they're not in the union, they're not looking out for your well-being. That was that was a problem because anytime you would go to your manager and say, hey, listen, I have a problem with this manager, or I have a problem with uh. This this DM or whatever the fact may be or who you going to to complain about, it was they will always uh, redirect you, and your shop steward, it's either gonna nip it in the bud, or you know they're gonna find a way for you. So that's what we need for part timers, somebody to find a way for us. Well said, well said, and and I, me and uh, uh, the other steward Cooper. We will be doing our best working together from this point on uh, to make sure that gets done. Um, there's there there have been a f since I've been there a few grievances filed already. Uh, one of them is is on harassment. I won't speak too much about it. Um, there was a situation with an employee and uh, the 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 supervisor in question uh, was very unprofessional, and um, that person is is. Well, a grievance was put in against that person, right. and we're going to take it step by step on that. Right. Uh, again, a couple of grievances have been put in, have been put in for uh, supervisors working. We're also we're also looking into that because they were denied, and uh, we're going to take that further. Because right now, and I spoke to at the at the meeting today, I spoke to the executive board about a situation where, you know, they're they're basically trying to pinch every penny they can. And I mean, to the point where you're lucky you have toilet paper in the building at some points. And uh, they're working on a skeleton crew. And um, what, what's happening is they're putting people to work at a job classification because if they're down, they don't have people to cover. If, uh, if a member goes off uh, on a break, uh, you know, they're, they're always stating needs of the business because they couldn't have somebody fill that position or they couldn't cover this person's break or well maybe if you hired the amount of people that you needed mm. to to do the job properly we wouldn't have this issue but because they choose to work on the skeleton crew then the supervisors they, they basically feel that they have to work because they need to get the work done at a certain time right it's all yes. about time yes so we're, we're trying to see and and that's what the grievance procedure does baba it helps protect jobs and it helps create jobs um uh, um the, what you said about time that is <laughs> a key factor for part-timers because we have so much to do in so little time now i stretch myself thin 
because of the two jobs that I do handle and plus including life. So it's <laughs> it's it's hard to balance out a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, I got you, you know, uh mentally <laughs> you know, it's especially with uh with with uh with the company. And um the rules change every single day. But I've had times where my manager have have came to me countless times and told me, you know, you need to do this amount in an hour. You need to do push out this amount for this amount of progression. This right here is our numbers. But what they're basically telling you is, hey, I need you to cover my ass. And when it's when it's us saying, hey, I need to cover my own, we get frowned upon. Mm-hmm. They want to do everything to try to get us out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe that we are supposed to push out 2,000 packages an hour. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Damn. Yeah. Well, I'll, well, I'll say that number one more time <laughs> for you. Push out 2,000 packages an hour. Yeah, they get the big boo. Exactly. Um, I could tell you right off the back, um, there is only one language in the contract that matters when it comes to that, and that's a fair day's work for a fair, fair day's, day's pay. pay. Yes, sir. Yes. yes, sir. Um, they, the the company, as much as they want to try to hold people to specific numbers, and they have their what they consider their gold standard. Right. Um, well, guess what? You know, you're you're a human being, and you have stuff going on in your life sometimes, and uh, we can't always produce those numbers right. every day. Right. You know, okay, on a good day, you're feeling good. You're pumping it out, whatever, you know. But then there are days that you're not feeling so good. You're not feeling 100%. I mean, you could be having trouble at home. You could be having trouble with a girlfriend. You could be having trouble, you know, you you may have a family member that's sick. You're not going to come in with that same kind of focus and do the same amount of, uh, 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 the same amount that they expect you to do. So at the end of the day, it's a fair day's work for a fair day's pay. And they could shout all the numbers they want. Uh, one of the one of the uh, things they spoke about today at the general membership meeting was exactly that, and how they have won. <laughs> what was it? Eight or nine panel cases, Mr. Fortis? Uh, on production. On production was nine. Yes. Okay, so we're talking about nine panel cases, one on production alone, where they found they where it got to the point where the labor manager himself said, "You know what? I learned." I learned from my mistakes. Yeah, well, in that particular case, uh, it was uh, a driver out in uh, Laurelton. He won't say his name. But uh, he um, he was always being on a, a discharge right. because of his uh, half a stop. I mean, it was really, really bullshit. Half a stop off. But what they do, what they do, this company does, is they, they, they keep adding on. Mm. So they gave him almost eight discharges, notice of discharges, working 72s with production so when they when uh when we went in there to the to the arbitrator and we started explaining we won the first two cases once we they saw once the company saw that the first two cases were being won with from us they they dropped the other cases they, they like they knew it wasn't even worth it's it. not even worth it yeah. so like like you said before everyone should you know a fair day for a Day for a fair day, a day whatever it is, whatever it was, fair day for a fair, fair pay. day's fair work day's for a fair day. Exactly, pay. that's that's the way it should be done. Yes. And um and another thing that I wanted to uh that I forgot the twenty two fours. How did it come to the twenty two fours? The international put out a survey to all the drivers throughout the United States mm-hmm. of saying uh you know what do they want. And 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 we are enemy. We we are our own enemy. 
Because a lot of people, what a lot of members did is is put the service saying that they don't have enough time with their kids. They don't have enough time. They to were go tired of the excessive overtime. The excessive overtime. So this is why they came up with the 22 fours. During the 70 hour, that uh, 70 hour thing that was happening for the, the peak and everything. Yeah, that's correct. So everyone was complaining that they don't get enough time to go home to see their kid play soccer or play baseball. And this is why the 22 four came upon. Because now they're answering to the members saying, okay, so now we're going to bring these 22 fours. We're going to relieve you from your uh, uh, 10 hour days. And we're going to. So now the drivers are fucking bitching because now they're not going to get overtime. They're like, what the fuck? Yeah, we gave. All right. So we gave them the rope. That's what yeah. So, you know, <laughs> we're we our own enemies, man. We have to stick together and stick to one thing. I mean, you know. Overtime is overtime, but now that this company is going to run with this twenty-two fours down, they're going to take away the overtime, yeah. and you're going to see your you're going to see your son, you're going to see daylight before you get out now. <laughs> yeah. But now you're going to be financially fucked yeah. up. Yeah, exactly. Because so, a lot of people rely on this overtime. I think I, mean, I think that's what they wanted. I think I think they was happy to get those results back. Yeah, they. I mean, this company always wanted this company, uh, this this workplace to be a part time. You, you know, mm -hmm. America. And uh, we won a lot. I mean, with Ron Carey uh, winning a lot of part times and a lot of uh, full time work, mm -hmm. you know, now it's like we're going back into time. Right. And they, you know, the drivers are going to get what they want, right. and the company's going to get what they want. Like for you personally, how do you feel like over these next five years with this contract? How is that that position is going to go? It's going to be rough, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's we we. I mean, uh, as far as my executive board. Mm -hmm. We, I mean, we have a good team. We we got fighters there. We uh we have a whole lot of fighters in in our uh, executive board. We we're, we're not gonna stay down to this company. Right. Uh, well, they know that now because they had three years of uh, relaxing, <laughs> and now that yeah. that they have a, a young crew coming mm. in, and and let me tell you something, labor is so overwhelmed mm. with all our work that we've given it to them with information requests and and grievances. They are over. They are over their head right now because they had a three-year vacation, and now that we're in office, now we're giving them what the members should be getting. We're, we're going after them. We're, we're giving them a lot of work, and now they're saying, "What the fuck?" And they don't know how to act right now. Yeah, to the point and where they don't. They if they don't. You go right to the NLRB, and yeah. they will file charges. Yeah, Our executive board is not scared of filing no, charges. No, Vinny, Vinny's not a scared motherfucker. That motherfucker is, is, I don't know, <laughs> did you meet him today? Did you yeah. hear? I mean, he's a funny motherfucker, but he, he he's... Hold on, the helicopter's again. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> Sorry, anybody that's just tuning in, we are live in the backyard of Tony Rosario's house in Brooklyn. So you're going to hear a lot of helicopters, a lot of ambulances, a lot of <laughs> po-po. Stop it, stop it. This is a good area in Brooklyn. Hey? Gunshots. <laughs> booyaka, booyaka. <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired. So, duck, uh, duck, bomb, duck. <laughs> Ow. Ooh, I heard that one go right by my ear. <laughs> so... Um, with Vinny, Vinny is, is is a funny guy, but he means well for the membership. Uh, he put out a, a, a bulletin board of all the management's uh, names on it, and they got all bent out of shape. They thought that we were going after them right. physically. He, like he said at the steward meeting today, that the company sent him a warning letter. 
saying that you know if anything <laughs> happens to his management crew yeah. because of that hit list, you know they have a hit list with us. Yeah, yeah. They have really? a hit list with us. If you ever go into a supervisor's uh, office, yeah, they have a a board, mm -hmm. and they have your name on it or whatever driver's name on it, and it says. He needs to do his deal. You know, they have a hit list. Mm -hmm. uh, he needs to do a safety ride. He needs to do right. a OJS. That's a hit list to us. So in return, we give a, you know, right. Vinny gave a hit list. Right. To, these are the managers That's right. that, that are, are assholes. And which they know? deserve. Exactly. So, you know. And it got back to them somehow. It, which got, is it like got pathetic back to them. That it, one it, of our own members yeah, would. Exactly. Yeah, they they were everywhere. everywhere. They went. They went. They're not even in our page, that Facebook right. page. But someone went and showed yeah. management, you know, what we put up. Well, somebody will become management uh, soon. Uh, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, there's a little cheese going around, and the rats are eating. Yeah, we don't but even have enough cheese to give around. Exactly. Let, let me give a little love and a shout out to some of the people listening to us online. We got a, a couple people in the chat room. We got our boy Frank Whalen. What's up, Frank? We got DJ Are You Serious as usually. Let's get ready to rumble. Victor Aviles is in the house. Mr. Cocken, what's up, guys? Suffolk in the house. Uh, Queen Key says, you go, Barbara. Oh, Queen <laughs> Key looking out. Uh, Who's Queen Key? Queen, uh -huh. Key? Queen Key, I don't know how she's she, talking. Should we there. talk about Queen Key? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't we, know. Got, we got Jamie Haynes. Good afternoon to you, Mr. Haynes. Jamie Haynes with all the questions, but I only had one question today. Yeah, I know. I was behind him, and I'm like, can did he go he look, to the back of the line so that I can get a couple His questions? question was, did he look good in Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> Showing his eight-pack abs. Uh, we got... Uh, that was a T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It was the spray painted abs. He spray painted uh, it. There you go. Uh, we got, oh damn, Jamie, hard hitter. Woke up. Okay. Afternoon, brothers. Dubs 804. Uh, DJ 2000. They loco. Yeah. The DJ series is. Remember when you said 2000 pieces of the house? <laughs> yeah. He said, are they loco? Yes, they are crazy. <laughs> they yes, are they're very crazy. Yeah. Queens North in the house. Dubs. All right. We got, uh, oh, Louis Barbon. Uh, Louis, our business agent, says three suspensions and six discharges on my driver from Laurelton. Wow, right. that's what he's talking about. That's yeah, what, that was that was that's the what they whole were able to fight. Yeah, yeah, great job on that, by the way, guys. I that mean, we have job. we have a great uh, presenting team. You know, this is what we lacked off in the last three years that we didn't have a good Q and A uh, session. That's why a lot of guys were losing their jobs yeah. in arbitration. And now we have a, uh, uh, you know, everyone was praising Joe Fischelli that he was great of uh, presenting cases. But I think we have better than uh, Joe Fischelli now. We have Scott Damone, Pete, and now added to the to the crew is uh, Lou Babon. Lou Babon, let me tell you something. This guy gets so aggravated when he don't go, like, he gets... He wants to fight for this membership so hard, and yeah. if he sees something that he doesn't like, he gets. I know him. I work with him. Uh, very, very hard worker for uh, me. Uh, him and me. Him and Raul share the office, and uh, we share with each other everything as mm. far as uh, what if this situation. Right. And it's a good thing because the last executive board didn't do that. You're preparing yourself. We, 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 we. We brain fuck each other. Right. I mean, between me, Raul, and Lou Babon, and the rest of the guys in the in, in the in the hall, we always brain. We always question each other mm -hmm. the hardest questions, and one of us is going to come with a conclusion right. of uh, how to protect the membership with the articles and all that shit. Right. And this is what we needed in this hall. And I'm not saying because I'm on the executive board. Mm -hmm. It's just that 
the lack of the last executive board that mm-hmm. they didn't communicate with each other. We communicate with each no, other. No, those guys were falling apart. You saw it. They were backstabbing one another. They were they were falling apart. They weren't they weren't reaching out to the members. They weren't helping educate the members. They were out there blowing smoke up everybody's ass. Excuse my language. Right. And, yeah, you could, and you could curse. And I mean, you know, it's just it's just it was it was aggravating. Right. It was aggravating. Like you said earlier, Bob, but guys were scared to put in grievances. When you asked the guy how to do a grievance, what did he say to you? Uh, he basically told me to uh, wait. <laughs> this is what you told me to wait to file the grievance because one, it might not be as necessary as what I feel it, what the need was. And he was scared honest, of retaliation. He was scared of retaliation because now that I'm seeing that there's so many grievances being put on harassment of uh, files, it's like, you serious? I've I've could have put I could have put mine in, you know, and then. Now, let, me, let me ask you a question. You've yes. been you've been on the job three years, correct? Yes. Now, before this executive board got into office, how did you feel with this Mark Johnson guy? Under pressure, at <laughs> all points in time. Really, there was nowhere for me to turn because everybody didn't have a place to turn as well. So we were all turning our backs on each other. You know, I would go to a person for some advice, and basically it was it was the the dudes with seniority who who were uh, ready to retire, or those who were just ready to come inside of the building, who were letting me know what was going on and how everything in the company was supposed to uh, supposed to be in general. Wow. Let me let me read something to you, uh, and I and I've done this before on the show, and it's one of my favorite articles. It's Article Thirty Seven. It's the one that we just recently filed not too long ago, and I want you to to, to listen to this, Bob, and I want you to know, or and when you hear what's said here, you're gonna know exactly. Well, well, you tell me what you think. Thank you. All right, this is Article 37, Section 1, and I'm going to go right uh, to the middle of the paragraph here so that you understand. Uh, I don't want to read the whole thing. I just want you to get the, the, the mm-hmm. important. The employer shall not in any way intimidate, harass, coerce, or overly supervise any employee in the performance of his and her duties. I've been all three. The employer shall not <laughs> retaliate against employees for exercising rights under this agreement. Mm-hmm. So, in considering any grievance alleging retaliation for exist, for exercising his rights under the agreement, the severity and timing of the employer's actions that modify an employee's work assignment or reprimand employees shall be relevant factors to a determination of motivation. Mm. So, you tell me, how many people do you think have had those rights, you know, taken from them or, or, or just basically not even... Like as you said earlier, people don't even know this right I've, that they have. I've been there for over two thousand. Uh, going on. How many grievances? I feel like do you every think, day. <laughs> how many grievances you think you could have filed under those 2000, particular language under 2000, that particular? Two thousand. Two thousand. The amount of packages one they want you to move per day. hour. <laughs> one a day for the grievance. Two thousand. Give me two thousand of them because, uh, the 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 management, it, the the supervisors, it, just just from you saying over overly supervising. Mm-hmm. There, there should there should also be one for those who under supervise because they, you, I don't see my supervisor, you know, my supervisor will probably be on a belt relaxing. He'll be on the belt where he can relax at. He knows that my belt gets done, so he'll uh, he'll try to avoid my side or you know they'll try to make me work by myself. When if an hour I have to unload two thousand packages, and I have approximately thirty to you can say in a range of 35 trucks because they move trucks and then they replace them with certain other trucks that need to be offloaded. So I'm doing around 40 trucks, uh, the primary, 
and uh, other people's belts who need help as well. So we're, we're definitely touching over 10,000 to 15,000, even 20,000 packages because, you know, and this is just one single person in a, in, a, in a time span of three and a half hours or four hours. And we're underpaid. So that right there, that should be agreements alone. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Uh, working out a classification is, is definitely a. We got a couple of guys. Uh, we're, uh, Frank Whalen. Oh, oh, wait. Victor Aviles. Where's Robin today? Robin. Okay. Robin was held up by the Joker once again. <laughs> the Joker got him. Yep. Victor Aviles. The Joker got well, him. Well, with 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 uh, uh, Charlie Gonzalez, uh, you know, his schedule right now, because the summer and his uh, kid plays uh, Little League Baseball. So he's uh, he's doing his father thing on it, it, it winds up to be on every weekend that he has to uh, to be with his son. So I can't blame him for that. Man. Right. No, we're going to be rescheduling and try to do something so that uh, he could actually. Make- but I also want to announce that, you know, now that it's summertime that you want us to. Uh, the local 804. I mean, I'm sorry. Union Power Radio, Whoa. the What the Heck Show. Whoa. Go to your, go to your house <laughs> in the backyard and have a afternoon of uh, let's talk Union. Uh, you can reach at three four seven four zero three zero seven zero five. We're willing to travel during the summer, the summertime, That's and right. go to your backyard and have a a talk radio, just like we have in here now in the backyard of Tony. That's uh, right. Rosario. As we said from the beginning, I started this show. This show is for the members, by the members. And if you want us to bring the show to you, we will. Anybody who's interested in being on the show, like this young man, Barbara, who's here with us today, anybody who's interested in voicing their concerns, I mean, Barbara has three years on the job, and because of the old executive board, has never been really educated on his rights, on, on what a union is, and he's finally now starting to see it, and he loves it. And, and you know what? He, he's only going to be one that helps us spread the word. Yes. And that's what we got to reach. Guys like him, you, you got to reach out to the younger members. And, and, and listen, if we could have the show done at your house, if you're a member and you're listening and you want us to come by, listen, it's a quick setup. We take a table, some equipment. We need a, a, a power line and some Internet and we're ready to roll. You know, so if you're interested in having us do the show there, you could DM me on Facebook. You know who I am, Anthony Rosario. Uh, you you got Hector Fortis, the, the What the Heck show. We got You got the number. You can call us. You can DM me. And uh, we will we will set something up. If the weekend's available and we can do it there, we will. And we're thinking of having like a small little barbecue here in my yard, doing a show live and having a bunch of members here, having a couple of beers, having some food, and talking over topics. Yeah, so that'd be nice. you know, we'll set that up, and I'll let you guys know when that is. If you guys are willing to come down here, let me get some sirens. If you guys are willing <laughs> to come up. down here to uh, Brooklyn, and I'll let you guys know this is the home, <laughs> the home of Biggie Smalls. If you're not too scared, if you're not too scared to come out here. I will invite you to my home. Not a problem. My doors are open to all my brothers and sisters. Yeah. All right? And uh, continuing on now. Yeah, we'll put out the fire, too. <laughs> Frank Whalen says, everyone on a daily basis, unless they realize you're not the one that will allow them to get away with it. He's yes. referring to that Article 37. Yes, absolutely. 
And Frank Whalen, family first. Yes, absolutely. You you already know that's right. You know, when when a member has to do what they got to do, they got to take care of the family, and that's it. Yeah, DJ Sirius says hey, if we go to Florida, of course we'll go to Florida. If you pay for our uh, flight and our <laughs> hotel, <laughs> it don't even have to be. We could be at Motel 8. It doesn't matter. Listen, we'll go there. Listen, if you're willing to have, I'll bring an air bed. Listen, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll sack out in your house. I got a tent and a sleeping bag. I'm not scared, man. Where Brooklyn, you at? Are baby. you in Miami? DJ, Brooklyn, if you're in Miami, I'm definitely coming. I'll pay for my own ticket. <laughs> I, I'll come down to Miami, boy. I love me some of those Cuban sandwiches out in Miami, man. Let me tell you, those so Cubans like I, like, know how to get down. Like Tony said, this is a radio for the members, by the members. So we uh, will go, we'll do the little uh, summer tour. If you want us to go to your backyard, just give us a call. You can DM uh, Tony Anthony Rosario on Facebook. You know, he's all over Facebook. And uh, you can call this number, 347-403-0705, which is that if anyone asks, have any questions or want to get on the air right now to ask questions to uh, Tony, myself, or uh, Baba. Baba? July is Baba. Baba. Okay. Uh, you can uh, call up right now at 347-403-0705. Our lines are open now, so if you want to give us a call or, or speak your mind or how you felt the general membership meeting was today. Um, I saw uh, some old executive board there at the general membership meeting today, and I think Frank Wellen asked the question of what happened uh, with this lawsuit in the in the office, and um, the the answer, uh, Vinny Perone answered the question, and all you saw was two executive board get up and leave right away. And this this radio is for the old executive board too. I mean, you guys can call. I know you're listening. You can call up and speak your mind also if you feel that you have to say something or defend yourself. Absolutely. As far as... Uh, this show is for all the members. Exactly. Hey, Ex-executive board included. If you guys got something to say, Mr. Montavo, you want to call up, we'd be more than willing to uh, hear your side of the story. Uh, but the truth is, when you walk out in the middle of a meeting because something said about something that happened to, 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 the, to the time that you were there, uh, it doesn't look good for you. Now, um, you, do you know what happened with that, with that case? Do you do you have the full detail of what happened? Uh, no, I, uh, the part timers we don't have, have the, we have the, women working. We have a uh, different union that works in our uh, executive board right. in, inside the office. They do all our uh, dues. Great group of girls, a great group of women. I say girls, women, women, and uh, they were they were being abused by the old executive board as right. far as uh, you know trash talking and right. and, and disrespectful. Right. And they got to, and they got together and they got their own lawyer and mm. they sued the local, and they were going to sue the local for millions of dollars. Oh goodness! Which would have probably put a big hurt in our pockets as hole. far as union. Uh, as soon as we won the executive board, we we talked to them and uh, they settled for one hundred and ninety thousand dollars. Still a lot. Which is still a lot. It's a hit in our pocket, but yeah. it wasn't millions. Yeah, thank God. You <laughs> thank know, God for but that. but yes. because they settled at it, uh, I'm telling you, if their old executive board was still there, they would have sued yeah, for the did. millions. And they would have won too. And they, it would have been all dues. Definitely would have been all money. They, it would have been all fucking money. My question is, uh, when did you guys started to notice the harassment on you, on yourselves? You know, how long into the company did you guys started feeling like, you know, the pressure is on from, from this the soups and the managers and the DMs. Like what I started right away. I mean, when I started in 07, uh, I wasn't into 
the union right. as I, you know, coming into the company, you were just happy to have a job. Exactly. You just wanted to do your job and go home. That's you, exactly how they cloak us as well, too. Yeah. <laughs> and this is what they, they preach to you guys yes. now, the new guys coming in. And they say, oh, you don't need the union. You oh, just need to do the job. And, you know, that's it, you know. Uh, but uh, for me in, in 07, when I first came in, I, I wasn't even thinking about the union. Right. They brought me in. Okay. Because they were harassing me and mm-hmm. this and that. And I had the shittiest fucking sh- uh, shops to it right. that didn't give a fuck. And I, I went into the book, the black book, our, our Bible, and mm-hmm. I started studying the, the, the union book. Right. And I started getting more educated of right. what is for my defense. Right. Your rights. And, and let me tell you something. Out of 30 days in a month, I was in the office 32 times. <laughs> and out of those 32 times I walked out of there With absolutely No warning letters No none Because I defended myself Right And I defended myself Because I, I went into the book And this is where I, I come again I always say the same story You know The shop steward Wasn't doing this job mm. And I asked him To put me as a second alternate To you know To represent the members Right And he, he didn't want to do it So I had to run against him To get him out Because right. he wasn't he was there for 14 years as a shop steward, and everyone was so frustrated. I saw the frustrated in all the guys' mm-hmm. uh, faces when they came into work, and they were like, they didn't even want to be there. Right. So as soon as I won the shop steward uh, election, which I beat him by a whole lot, mm-hmm. uh, I, I I turned that, that center around. And, and, and then I saw the guys coming in wanting to come to work right. now because now they got a protection from a shop steward that gives a fuck. Right. And this is what I say to all the shop stewards out there. If you ain't giving a fuck about the membership, get the fuck out of there. Yes. Get yes. him out yes. and, and vote him out and, you know, run against him. If he's not doing the job, get him the fuck out of there because yes. you don't want the worst thing that you want is a uh, company shop steward. The worst thing that you want because the company <laughs> shop steward will sell your ass out in a second. Yeah. So uh, to all those shop stewards that are not doing the right thing by the membership, get the fuck out. Just, right. just leave, man. You know, they're doing it for that $2 uh, you know, because the shop students get paid the two dollars per man. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's it shouldn't be for the money. It should yeah. be for the the Protection passion person, right? and the passion that you have as a union member. Right. Straight up, like one hundred percent. And and you said it. Yes, yes, you said it. As a union member, that's right. That those those two words right there, union member. If you are a part of the union, or for example, if you're my cousin, you're my brother, mother. It's automatically supposed to be some type of protection there. That's right. You understand? Right. So as uh, when you're in a union, you understand that it's your family. You need to protect them at all costs. Why? Because you will want that in return. That's you right. Know? Not, protect not, all your brothers and sisters. Exactly. And the thing is, <coughs> pardon me, the thing is, when you see the shop stewards, the shop steward, how how do you how do you approach uh somebody when you have a comfortable personality coming into the company because They've made you comfortable, you know. And when when it's that time where you're in hot water, you don't know how to switch out of that comfortability zone. Mm. You, you, you're just stuck because you don't know if what what he's saying is reliable. Because you're, you're you're not one for the union. You're not one for the backing of the union. You have no support, and so you're pretty much in the same zone as your manager. You know, you're sitting on a chair. You're sitting on a stool while everybody in the unions has a back on their chair, and you know they, they, the managers easily fall out at any point in time. So that's why I feel like they gun for for us because you know they don't have that back support on their chair, you know. Well, yeah, they they a lot of them feel that it's easier 
like you were saying earlier, the the, the words that you use actually kind of kind of <laughs> kind of stuck pretty hard with me. Uh, you said that they put their foot down on the necks yes. of the part timers, yes. and it's because they feel they can. Because, yes. like you were saying, the the part timers, a lot of them, they don't have a lot of time to speak to one another. The breaks are very small, and, and the union was actually trying to fight to get 15 minutes for you guys, and they were denied, and they couldn't. These ex this executive board, when they came into place, yes. couldn't re revisit those those because the old executive board already did and they would call that regressive bargaining wow. so they couldn't come back with that but the good the good news is this in in a few years now we'll have another election and it won't be just for ours it, it ours is not for another what five years what, for, uh, the, no, for, for the international for the for the for the for, for you guys at the local there oh, won't be another three years, three so, years. so in three years there's one for them but in two years i believe it's going to be the big one the ibt election and we need to get taylor and hoffa the hell out yes. because those guys are at the top and 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 it starts you know being able to change the laws and being able to to be able to give the guys the proper wages right. that's where it begins right. So we got to work hard. Let me ask hard. you a question. That three years on, have you voted? Uh, I've I've recently tried to vote, but the thing was, um, I didn't receive. What was it? Uh, you, the, what, what, I, I called them, and then I was supposed. I sent them. Was it for the election yeah. or for the contract? Uh, this one was for the contract. I I um tried to receive a ballot for the contract. Oh, there's uh, Tony's mother. Gracias, <laughs> gracias. <laughs> ¿Qué decir de hi a todo mundo aquí? Dile hi aquí en ese. This is Tony's uh, mother bringing us water. No, ma, no, nobody can see you, ma. It's they okay. can't see you. <laughs> She's fixing, She's her, fixing hair. her hair. <laughs> okay, hi. How is everybody? God bless everybody, okay? Okay. I got three guys here, beautiful guys, handsome guys. And I enjoy them so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, she's a sweet lady, 72 yeah. years old. God bless her soul. Yeah, that, that, was, that was kind of funny that she was fixing her hair for the radio. <laughs> she's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Can they see me? <laughs> she's 72, but she's still vain. Yeah, old school they, Puerto Rican. Thank God for her. She brought me some nice cold water. Out here. And, and yeah, it's, it's beautiful to uh, be out here in the backyard. We could smoke, we could drink, we could do anything, you know. It's, it's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah, dodge bullets. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go over some of the numbers that we spoke about at the general membership meeting, which I thought were were pretty awesome. Uh, when when you guys took over the local, they were about at four point five million, I believe. And uh, now there was because they've been in, in place this amount of time. There's already been a sixty-one thousand increase. Which brings yeah. them up to about. It, it would have been a lot more if the lawsuit didn't go. You right, know. correct. Right. The lawsuit and other and the lawyers' fees that had to be spent, mm -hmm. unfortunately, on the old lawyer that the old executive board had. Uh, also, the pension is uh, being held at about one point four billion, funded seventy three point nine percent, which is very good, and. Um, uh, one of the things that I wanted to touch on, uh, there was a, a guy that came up there, a guy named Jim Holiday. 
Yeah. He spoke about uh, financial retirement, which you guys know on the show previously, we had a man from Local 25 in uh, Boston, Greg Kerwood, who, held, who, who opened a Facebook page called the uh, Teamsters UPS 401 resource page, which was helping a lot of people. And our local actually has a guy, Jim, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, Jim Holiday, who's uh, doing financial retiring. He's doing uh, financial well, he's helping guys with their retirement. He's doing kind of uh, what he's doing, showing you how to allocate your funds, which is great. Uh, he prepares you for retirement. A guy like you, you got three years on the job, Baba. Um, you know, it's good for you now to start learning because, you know, one day you will be an old man. <laughs> Unfortunately, you know, father time takes us all. You know, there's no winning against him. Slow down, Baba. Slow down, Baba. Please. <laughs> you know, years down the road, Baba. My, years my birthday, down the road. My birthday in a, in a month, so I'm all right. Oh, we're about to turn up. We're about to turn up. Don't turn down. I told you, Papa, slow down. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's good to have have uh, 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 services like this available he's going to be holding a class uh, like a training seminar for people that want to go and uh, we're going to get you guys more information on that uh, if you want to look into it now I believe they call it um, what is it uh, retiree804.com yes. so you could look that up and you can go right to our uh, teamsters uh, local804.org page and I'm sure you'll find some of the information there. It's the Retiree 804 Financial Planning. You know, you got, you, you'll got you have uh, certified planners there, Jim Werner and Joe Tedeschi. Uh, they're there to help out. So it's retiree804.com. And this is important, guys. You know, uh, I was speaking about it last time because of uh, Greg Kerwood from uh, Local 25 in Boston. And we were talking about the beneficiaries as well. Check to see who your beneficiaries are. You want to know, well, God forbid anything happens to you, where your money's going. You know, some guys, they got a girlfriend at the time. They put it under her name, and then they break up. And next thing you know, he gets married, <laughs> and something happens to him, and the girlfriend right, gets right, all the right. money. You don't want that shit to happen to you. That's in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> Brooklyn problems. Can't dodge those shots. <laughs> Man, um, what about the uh, the credit union? See, a lot of people don't know about the credit union as no well. No one knows I'm about the credit union. now finding out about this credit union. Wow. And uh, the thing is, I was, I was actually trying to find and wiggle my way into MCU. So the thing was, I was speaking to one of my fellow employees who actually drives, and he has a major seniority inside this place. And so I, the, we were talking, we were discussing over about uh, shortages in checks, you know, the way um, they garnish certain wages that they're not supposed to. So the thing was, he uh, mentioned the credit union. I was thinking to myself, this is actually two weeks previous before this meeting. So, I was um, I was intrigued by it. I, I thought to myself, you know, it wouldn't hurt, you know, even if it's down to twenty five dollars plus your four hundred one k or whatever the fact may be. I, I thought about. It, I'm like, you know what? That's something I need to get into. Then the first, soon as I stepped foot coming out of that parking lot, I ran into the guy who says, "Listen, do you know about our credit union?" I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, this is meant to be told to me because there's other part timers who need to be told about this mm -hmm, because absolutely. they then they're probably not the best at saving, you know? Not you at have, all. You have people who are horrible at saving. And then plus on top of that, let's just let's just talk about, you know, how much they're getting paid and the hours that they're getting paid so there's no chance to save. Yeah, a lot of them are of doing just a like 2 or 3% yeah, into their 401k. Yes. Because yep. they're not making a lot Your of money. Your wage uh, jumped up to 15 yeah, after and, the... And it's, it's still a bite in the butt. It is. It is. <laughs> you know, we. You know, to tell you the truth, that when uh, Fred Zuckerman, when he was running for president, he came here to visit uh, Local 804, right. and he spoke to a lot of part timers, and he couldn't believe 
how many part-timers were homeless. Yes. I mean, living in shelters yes. and, 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 and trying to make a, the ends meet. And that's why I believe part-time is a low, they, they get low paid. Mm-hmm. I think they should get paid more. Yes. Because, you know, the, that four-hour, five-hour gap, I mean, you guys only work and doing 25 hours a week. I think you guys should get paid a lot more. I mean, yes. you guys are the, are the, are the company because yes. without you guys, you know, this, this operation will be fucked up. It's too easy to think that way. That's well, what well it the is. problem is they, they they don't look at cost of living the way they should. Right. See, they want to set this, this, this wage, and they do it across the country, but, you know, the people in Florida or the people in Texas or the people in Georgia or wherever in the right. South, the mid-states, it, it's, it's a different way of life. Yeah. It's, it's, things are cheaper. I mean, we live here on the East Coast, New York City, one of the m- most expensive cities in the world. <laughs> you got guys uh, on the West Coast in California, L.A., where, you know, the cost of living is a lot more. And yeah. you know what? The wages need to be better. Yes. You know, and it's not fair. That, that everybody suffers at the same wage when we have so much more that we have to pay in rent yes. in, in the property taxes and homes. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's, it gets to the point where it's ridiculous. What kills me is that the CEO, if you don't know his, his, his salary, if oh, you Jesus. average his salary, he's getting about $7,000 an hour. <laughs> you said $7,000 an hour. An hour. <laughs> Did you say $7,000 an hour? That's what I he said, said seven. You didn't say seven. Dollars no, an hour. No, no, no. $7,000 no, no. an hour. Make, yeah, let me take the headphone off one time. Yeah, my because, ears. yeah. <laughs> but that's, you know, they, they talk about, you know, they don't have money. This company, average, average, yes. making profit of $9.6 billion in profit. Right. And this is off our backs. Yes. This is off your back, my back. Yes. It's off our backs. And they can't. You know, give the part timers more money right. when they're giving the CEO seven thousand dollars an hour. Right. That's I notice. I notice in this company that it's a, it's a game of wants. It's not necessarily a game of needs. Um, the reason why I say that is mm-hmm. because um, see, when 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 uh, problems are put in front of their face tonight on know, Game of Thrones, Mr. Barber, <laughs> Mr. Barber is looking yes. to. God, I'm I'm about to pull my sword out, man. It's going to be a little war going on. <laughs> um, it's the thing is, is like they don't they don't want you know you to progress yourself because you know soon as a person says, hey, I'm 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 gonna quit, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna find a new job. This job isn't working for me. It isn't a bat of an eye for these people. You know, it's okay. You can go ahead. Yeah. Are you gonna uh, put in your two weeks? Yeah. You know, like certain certain things like that is letting you know that the company itself does not care whether you're working. The only time they care is if you don't inform them that you won't be there for the day, you know, because you, you're taking money out of their pockets. Any way that you're taking money out of their pockets is something that you know they they that's when they want to uh, jump on you for. And, and, and let me get get into that again. And we we are enemies to our own selves mm. because guys that go home at at uh, code twenty six mm-hmm. is not doing any us any good. Right. Because what happens is, you know, the 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 company cut. You know, they put every time you walk into that door, right. they got to contribute to the pension. For each driver, I think it's ninety dollars and thirty five cents. They got to contribute to the pension. So you could imagine. A hundred guys throughout this district going home in code twenty six. They're not getting paid. They're not contributing that ninety thirty five into the pension. Our pension would have been fucking crazy high, high, and we could have been negotiating a higher retirement plan for Mm -hmm. you know the drivers and the part timers as far as uh, more wages. But you know we we are our own enemy. 
when guys go home, you if you don't have to go home, if you made it, if you got up from from work, and and got dressed and drove an hour and a half or whatever, forty five minutes to right. to to the location, and you get into that building, and then to turn around and say, you know, we're over, the company's over. They all right, so now you want to go home, you go code twenty six, which is no pay mm-hmm. at all. They don't have to contribute to the pension. They don't have to pay you the three hundred dollars for the day. They good. They the win win for the company, right. but it's a lose lose for us. That's a mental mindset right there that the uh, that we don't think about it surpasses us because um. See what you're telling me right now is it? See what you're telling me right now. I can understand it because we have that kind of uh, selfish mentality, not in the, in the meaning of like taken, but. You want to okay? I'm able to go home. I, I've worked so much for these people. I'm I'm gonna go home and take that rest. But when, when in all actuality, they they're stealing from you. Exactly. You know, like, <laughs> and I, I see I see that as well because um, for another thing, when it comes to the pension in 22-4, uh, the pension they say they say it's a it's an attack on overtime, but it's also an attack on your pension. You exactly. Know? That that's the biggest problem for me. That that that's an attack on your pension and. I, I, I I want my pension. <laughs> you know? Everybody wants their pension. And Everybody, you know, this job is not this is a middle class job. I mean, we we as you as uh as drivers and part time and I feel bad for the about uh, cuz I think part time should make a lot more money. Yes. But drivers, you know, we we some guys make over $100,000 a year. You know, yeah. with the overtime. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know, they shouldn't be giving up any rights. Once they in at work, work. Yes. Work. Because yes. they got to find you work. You're guaranteed eight hours. Yes. If you have to clean toilets or uh, fucking be a porter for the day because they don't have any other work, then be it. Yes. Do it. Yes. I was the type of guy that I never went home. I, I, fuck, I, yo, I'm here to work. Yes. You're over. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Unless I have something emergency to do that I have to leave, then I understand that. But if you're going to go home to watch, to drive another hour and a half to go home and watch soap operas, that yeah. shit is stupid. You're wasting your time. It's, exactly. Yeah. 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 Another, another thing I wanted to talk about uh, is something they brought up about Teams to Services. It's, it's something that's near and dear to me. Uh, it's something that's near and dear to Stuart Goldstein. Um, if you ever had somebody in your family who, who you lost because of... Uh, you know, they decided to take their own lives because of the pressures of the world were getting to them. Uh, they have uh, teams of services in place, and they're doing a, uh, I think, some kind of Boston. In Boston, they're doing, what is it? Is it a marathon they're doing or some kind of, well, it's some kind of fine. It's a walk. A, a walk. It's a midnight walk uh, with Stu Goldstein. He's, he's been doing it for years, ever since his uh, son uh, uh, took his life. But we have that problem here in in the company. Yeah, we have right. a lot of members that don't know where to turn. They don't know where to yes. go. They 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 turn into alcohol. They turn into drugs. Yes. I mean, I can tell you two cases so far that I dealt with that uh, I turned that driver around and and because of team services and they they doing good now. I mean, I had a guy one time came in. I mean, he looked as, as zooted. I mean, like he. Like he had a rough fucking night, and mm. he and he looked drugged up. Yeah. I turned him around. I said, "Go home, call out sick, and then let me do the rest." And the rest was with me and the BA at the time was Kirk Shaka. We got into team services. We got him. We got him to yeah. go to a, a farm. Yeah. And you know he went on disability, and you know to this day, every time I see him, he thanks me God because <laughs> he's got his family back. 
He's got his job back, right. and he's doing great now. And I like to see that type of stuff. That's right. right. And and we have the services out there, guys. Yes. So, I mean, if you see someone that's going the wrong way, stop him. Be a brother. That's your brother. You know, you're, your team's the brother. Look out for your team's the brother. Yeah, and, right. and, and bring it up to the attention of the shop steward, the BA, and, and let us work on it. The company don't have to know shit about this shit. Yes. You know, we have we have rules. You know, they go on disability, they can't ask what, why, and who, and what. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's what a lot of people, a lot of members are afraid of, yeah. of, of speaking out. They have a problem. Yeah. You know, if I have a problem, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to try to fix it because it's better to fix it than, than go out there and, 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 and lose your whole career for this. Yeah. And another thing is, a lot of guys, you know, if you have financial problems, this, this, the credit union, yeah. you you know, you don't have to steal a cell phone, yeah. Yeah. you know, to make a hundred dollars and you know to help you with your finances. Yeah. These, this company been in business for 111 years. They are not dumb. Mm. They, you will get caught. You might not get caught the first or the second time around, but you will get caught yeah. because you're gonna see that it's so easy to steal a phone and sell it. And steal whatever, and then you think you got away with it, but yeah. you're not gonna get away with it. You're yeah. gonna lose your job. Yeah. I, I seen guy, I seen a guy that had 17 years on the job just recently. Goodness gracious! They followed him for two weeks. He was selling phones, and they caught him in the act with the transaction and everything. Wow! And he lost his career, so now he's got to go back to his house to tell his wife, "I don't have a job anymore." Something foolish, and you know, and, and and as good as we are, the executive board, we can't fight stuff like that. We can't fight dishonesty. We can't fight. You got to be honest to the fullest. If you're honest to us, we can do you the right. We can we can fight for you the right way. Right. But if you're lying to us and you're lying to the company, we have we can't do shit. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So so this event is, uh, I believe they said, if I correct me if I'm wrong, they said June twenty second. Uh, it's called the. Boston Boston Suicide Prevention Boston Suicide Prevention Overnight.org uh, I'm, I mean I think that's what it was that's what I remember writing down that's what I wrote down uh, if I'm if I'm wrong somebody put up the right information but I think that's what it, what was said and it would be helpful we lost a member in our building uh, may he rest in peace a good guy by the name of Felix Rivera was a very good friend of mine a driver and he was a good man and uh, and and there's people that are going through it, and uh, Teams to Services is there, and they will help. And this suicide prevention, uh, we would they passed around the hat today. They everybody donated money. Yeah, they collected a uh, four hundred and sixty-one dollars, which oh. is which is great. Yeah, that was very good. You know, something is something. Yeah, something is something. Uh, we got some people here on the line. Let's see what what they're saying here. My center calls the drivers to stay home. Wow. Yeah, I know a lot of centers that do that. Frank Whalen says, we're over means we're working three trainees, no cost to the company in regards to pension contributions. <laughs> yeah, Frank, unfortunately, yep. Uh, Jamie Haynes, can you please speak about members who are out for whatever reason to call the hall or their steward about temporarily withdrawing from the union? Uh, that's, that's something that people got to absolutely do yeah please if you guys are listening you know if you're out temporarily uh withdraw from the union yeah because know? if you don't withdraw you're gonna, have to pay dues? You're gonna you, well you have to pay dues because if you don't you don't call the withdrawal if you don't have that withdrawal card that you're gonna be out mm -hmm. the, the the union dues keeps piling up okay. so when you come back you're gonna get a lump sum oh, wow. 
bill of this is what you owe the union dues. So if you do the withdrawal card, you know, they'll stop the union dues until you get back and then you do another withdrawal card that you're coming back to work and then they'll take it from there. But I think you need to repeat that one more time because that is something serious. Then it's, everybody don't know that. Everybody exactly. don't know that when you go on disability or you're going to be out for a while right. the, on the job, you have to do a withdrawal card. Ask your shop steward. He should know about the withdrawal card. He should even, you know, when he knows that you're going on disability, he should say to you, make sure that you go. I actually uh, had to do it once. I had an accident on my motorcycle. Obviously, that's disability. It was off the job. I went down on the Grand Central Parkway, and, uh, you know, I had to withdraw. And uh, they did it right, and I was able to, when I started working again, it was taken care of. Did they they inform you of the, uh, the withdrawal? Well, I already knew about it See, because, that's a, you know, that, that's sometimes you have to educate. Yeah, that's you, you, a problem. You have to always, the communication in this company alone should be something that's like, it should be, it should be attacked, you know, because they, we, we have to speak up for each other no matter what center it is, because certain things like that, that's, that's disimportant, such as the, uh, the piling of your union dues and you have to withdraw. Like if, if somebody doesn't know that and they're already in debt and they come back to a debt, yeah. You know, that's, they're going to be pissed. That, they're going to be like, why do I got to pay all this union money? Yes. Well, I wasn't even at work. And, and this is the pre- to people who they feel as if supposed to be protecting them. So then when they see something like that goes down, it, lo- it makes you want to lose faith in the union that, you know, you feel is supposed to stand up for you. Oh, Bobby, you're getting a little love from one of the stewards online here. He says, I like this guy. Hey, uh, appreciate it. Thank you very much. <laughs> Frank is one of the good. He's stewards. a natural. He's a natural. Yeah, yeah he's good. He <laughs> might he might he might take over Charlie's oh, uh, position. Oh, Charlie, watch out. We got a new Robin on the show. Yeah. Oh, Joni Lane Miller. What's yeah. up, kids? She says, hey, Joan, what's up with you, mommy? How's everything? <laughs> Yep, Joni Lane is out there listening. Hey, she's, she's your from mommy? Pennsylvania. Oh, hello, hello. How you doing? Yeah, yeah she's from uh, local six two three out in uh, Philadelphia. She's a uh, she's a uh, teamster, I, I, hardcore teamster. I, I definitely, I definitely want to uh, congratulate everybody in the teamsters who actually sticking through this company and um, you know, teaching the people who are just like me who don't know too much and uh, see the the that type of uplifting. You know, it, it makes me want to stay with the company for a long part of time because, you know, truthfully, the com- my confidence in this company hasn't been the strongest in the years uh, that I have passed. But, you know. Well, yeah, I've been trying to drag you to these union meetings for a few months. <laughs> and you <laughs> finally you can see. As you can and we see. finally got you to one. Uh, and and it's, it's, it's the best it's the best experience I've, I've had because the, the information is is vast, you know, and, and the fact that these people are so passionate, you know. You don't really see too many people inside the job fighting for you that way because everybody has this type of animosity towards the company. And, you know, when you actually go inside the union hall, you see that your brothers are here, your That's sisters right. are here. That's fucking right. And they're, they're, they're just letting you know what you need to know to help you surpass your day, get your money right, help your life be insured. And take you know, care of you to your retirement. Exactly, and that's that's what we need because this is a career. This is not a job. This mm, is a career. Mm. So you know, it's two different levels, and that's that's what, that's the level I need to play on. Wow, well said, Baba. Well said. Um, we're gonna go over some more stuff here that was said at the union meeting. Uh, well, there was one thing that I wanted to address, Hector. Um, I I would I was realizing that Vinny was talking about uh, our our uh, principal officer Mr. Perron was talking about that over the last six months he was saying five hundred members were what was he saying added to well let me let me tell you what happened uh, when we got into office uh, our membership was at sixty nine hundred 
and uh, we started going in. The the girls in the office started getting into the Titan uh, Titan program, which is the one with the union dues that tells you everything: who's in and who's paying, who's not paying. So they, at the beginning of our going into office, they gave us a list of uh, of people that are on the you know is it's getting union benefits but not paying union dues. What got me was that they said that the last executive board only had about a hundred in the three years, one hundred and seventy six members. You guys in six months got signed on five hundred members. That's correct because we started we started catching all of, all the BAs and uh, everyone went out to the to the to the centers and we started uh, asking questions of who's this person and who's this person and we found them. We can't charge them for. I mean, we had a guy that's been in the union for five years and didn't pay not one cent of of uh, union dues. Wow. But he was getting all the union benefits. Wow. <laughs> and, I but bet he wasn't by the bylaws, we can't charge them the whole five years. So right. we caught up with him, and now he's paying union dues, and, and and that's what brings us. We caught a lot of guys that uh that wasn't paying union dues, and now they are paying union dues, and yeah. now uh, with the with the new numbers, now we have seventy five hundred members, which is a lot of members for this right. local, and we're we're gonna grow because. Uh, we're gonna have all these 22 fours that are gonna be right. joining the union now. Right. Uh, we're gonna have these new buildings that these guys are opening up. They have three new buildings in the works, which is in Red Hook, uh, Red Hook, Brooklyn, uh, uh, Massbiff, and one in Yonkers. What about the 22 fours that have to uh, relocate to those buildings? So, like for example, um, say if somebody goes to Forster, right? Um, somebody comes into Forster, and uh, they 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 uh, have to do the 22 four. But uh, you know, during certain seasons, they have to go to other buildings. So, um, what, how would that? How would that? It would be just the same, even though they, would they have to work inside of uh, the building in Queens, for example, if you go to the second building in Queens? Well, like I said, the, the language on the twenty-two fours, they they it's very I don't, vague. I don't think they're going to be moving twenty-two fours to each building. They're going to hire twenty-two fours for. Well, just the building that they for, stand in. Where they, where they stand in. Right. You know, the 22-4, I can't stand that fucking... <laughs> I, can, I really can't. I, I, yeah. I mean, it's, I have... It's hard to stomach, and they I, I, that shit right down our fucking throat. If Dennis Taylor was listening right now, I could just say two words to him is, fuck you, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> that's, that's a, a lot, lot more words. than two words. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of words. You started but you good, know, you know, the, you know, That's five words. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm Puerto Rican. Come on. <laughs> that count is one. That count is one. Exactly. But the shit that killed me is... That Raul Milestina, the uh, BA and executive boy, asked right. a question to Dennis Taylor right. as far as uh, the guaranteed jobs and if you have a hundred guys uh, as as Monday through Friday, and then you have uh, twenty guys on Tuesday to Saturday, and then you're bringing them th- those Tuesday to Saturday guys on to Monday to Friday, are they guaranteed? Mm. You know, and he fucking lied to us in front of our fucking face, in front of everyone that's in UPS in that in that meeting in the Unity Conference. In um in Las Vegas, and he says yes, they are guaranteed. And then after that meeting, you know, we get approached by a, a bunch of guys from different locals saying that he fucking just lied at us because they're not guaranteed. Wow. So you know, the international is lying to our fucking faces. Right. And then you know we're finding out that he's he, they bullshitting us and they've been bullshitting us for the past how many how many years Hoffa been in office, 
almost 20 years. He did his 20-year anniversary, actually, that he's been in office. No yeah. one has won against 78 this. years old, bro. And we almost <laughs> had a 78 shot. Years Fucking 78, 78 years, years old. old. That's a dictatorship. <laughs> it is a That's dictatorship. That's a dictatorship. He's the Fidel Castro. He's the Fidel the Castro teamsters. teamsters. Yes, he is. That's a dictatorship. <laughs> but guys like you, as a part-timer, you need to get in the heads of the yes. part-timer because you know what? Our lowest turnout is the part-timer. Yes, it is. We, you guys don't vote at it's all. It's because our confidence, man. We don't, we're not, we don't have any backbone, you know. And it's, it's not. It's, I won't say it's our fault. The reason why I won't put the blame on us is because when we, when we want to speak about it, we're not able to. You guys get shut down. We get shut down and immediately. You don't you even know? have the time to speak about it. And <laughs> if we did have breaks. the time, how would we go about it? Who would we join up with? You know, it's just like well, you we, got we're just Anthony getting, Rosario, we're just getting right resolved. Here. We're just getting resolved. That's right. You baby. know, we we have we have a uh, we have other shop uh, probably one, if two, because he's some sandwich. So you know, if we, this is just two people behind us, right? You know, for only a couple hours of the day. So when 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 the big boss is coming, how do we uh, gain that type of approach? Because I had to approach um, who was it the the financial. It was a financial manager, I believe, for um, for the union when he came. Some guy right, right, right. I had to approach. No, no, no. The business agent. Oh, That's how business agent, agent Luby's. I had to. I had to approach uh the business agent with Rosario because one, I didn't know who he was. So if I didn't know who he was, the people who just came don't know who he is. That's right. So I've been trying to introduce Luby to as many people as I can whenever he comes down. He's he's definitely been doing a good job. But I'm woke. saying we gotta get we gotta. I'm get. saying how many guys you work with. Uh, on my uh, on my belt, I work with us. Between us, it's two people. But then for the rest of us in our section, it should be about uh, five. But they always lower it lower it down to. But about it's three. not only five and four stuff. I mean, you no, no, have no. you oh, have the ears the of belt. other like part timers, right? Just the belt. Yeah, oh, it's many. Listen, the, the the thing is here that with you, you're 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 getting into it now, right. and you're 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 seeing what. Is union is your eyes are opening. You're getting woke. You need, <laughs> as a brother, you you know you need to get into their ears now. Yes, because yeah, now right. we're getting into your ears, yes. and it's it'll, it'll just go. It's like it's like dominoes. If you if you get into that guy's ear, the other part timer, he's gonna get into the next part timer, yeah. and right. we need your votes. Yes. I mean, I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Local 804 needs the part-timers. Yes. That's right. Definitely That's needs right. the part-timers because the low vote, I mean, you're talking about the low uh, vote count from drivers alone. Yes. I mean, we just had an election and only 2,900 voted out, even. Of, out of 6,900. <laughs> it was like 2,100. Another thing, um, there are certain uh, full-timers who don't want any uh, beneficiary beneficiaries uh, meaning part time, like for part timers, like you know, they didn't want the part timers to have any benefits. For example, there was uh, certain people who said, um, if they can uh, f over the the part timers to get a, you could a, say it, you could fuck over the part timers. Yeah, you could fuck over the part timers yeah. for um, just just basically for a little bit of extra money on your pension for that new contract that uh, was just passed. That that was something that they were doing. I've had I've I've spoken, overheard many people. Uh, speak on just that instant because they want more for their pension. So it's, it's just like, it's, who cares about the part timers if I'm getting more of my pension? And that is an issue. Yeah, you know? that is a big issue. And and for people that are just joining us here on on the What the Heck show here on Union Power Radio, we are doing it live in the backyard of Tony Rosario's house in Brooklyn. If you hear shot fires, you hear that. 
<laughs> yeah, we're definitely in Brooklyn. <laughs> and uh, our special guest here is a, is a part-time bar, right? Jelias Barber. And that's who you hear uh, talking on the mic. Uh, and uh, with it, I mean, I, I'm getting I'm getting into it with you because, you know, you... you <laughs> You're you're opening my eyes yes. now as far yeah. as a part timer, and, and it you. should open it should open up everyone else's eyes. That's right. As far as what you're going through yes. as, as a part timer yes. here in this company, and thank you for coming on the yeah, show absolutely. and sharing I appreciate, your I appreciate concerns, invited. brother. Because this is why I wanted you here. Because there's a lot of people that don't understand the perspective of the young part timer coming into this company, and you're yes. the perfect example. Uh, we got Joni Lane Miller here. She says, "Preach, heck, they will catch you." Good job being there for your members. Uh, we got uh, uh, Shields also asking Is that for comp too I believe yeah that um, Jamie Ains already answers Yep that's for everything That's for the, uh, for the Withdrawal card, cards yeah. mm-hmm. uh, It's on the back Of the 804 newsletter We receive every quarter Jamie Haynes says Everything is everything <laughs> Only Only I can call her mommy Hey watch it bro Seriously Haynes <laughs> You know what That's not right Miss Miller I can call you mommy too Alright I don't know why Everybody's flipping over Jonah Lane I'm the original Oh shit <laughs> No, but she said Jamie gives her the goosebumps. She gets the bumps. Remember that? <laughs> when you hey. come to one, it opens your eyes to so much. That's right, Jamie. It does. Hey, if I was to take self pictures of me and my body and put it on Facebook, it says, hey, I'm with, Jamie Haynes. With the spray on abs. With the spray on abs. <laughs> the T-shirt that you wear at the beach. All right. So uh, another thing I wanted to bring up that was also sp- spoken about at the at the general membership meeting was uh, the the executive board is considering helping and paying for a service for people that are experiencing identity theft with a man by the name of Nick Williams. Now they're not going to do it right off the back. They want to get our you know they want to know how we feel about it. So they're going to start asking members to go to their steward and tell them that you do agree with this uh, uh, identity theft and identity theft prevention. You know, it will be at a cost to the local, so it will cost money to them, and it will be out of our union. It's dues. not even that much. It's like three dollars, right? So a month. Or it's something, something like to that. think about because I recently had somebody, you know, buy a TV under my name in Florida, and it's like, you know, <laughs> it's like it happens, you know. And then every once in a while, you'll see a charge on one of your cards. Ninety-five dollars here. You're like, what the hell? I wasn't. I wasn't in Pennsylvania. I didn't spend ninety-five bucks. <laughs> so it's something to think about. So you guys reach out to your stewards if you're interested in the local doing something like that for you. I thought that was a great idea. And one of the things that really got me was I don't know if you uh, were listening when Juan Acosta went up on the mic, uh, shop steward of Times Plaza Local Eight Hundred Four. He brought up the fact that they're doing these uh, OJSs that they're calling them method evaluation observation rides that they're not even <laughs> more if they call it more like i mean what the fuck is that i mean uh-oh helicopter helicopter it wasn't me the company is after me you say it too much on this radio That's like the right now, fourth man. fucking helicopter Jesus. well we're in brooklyn what do you expect man <laughs> unbelievable too nice outside today it's, too it's nice. beautiful outside people are reckless uh, the savages the savages they're coming after the union brothers brooklyn <laughs> zoo so yeah uh, method evaluation observations rides and you know i i i i would like to know you know i i feel like the union's definitely going to have some pushback on them for this i mean i mean not pushback on them they're going to be pushing back on the company for this and it's something that we we really got to figure out how we're going to handle it because you know we set up 
already the local set up the uh, the union started educating the members on OJS's um, there's a an OJS checklist now which is available sorry for the for the mic doing that that's the wind outside the wind the outside here in the backyard I sound a little like Max Hedrum <laughs> but uh so the union gave us, you know, checklists so that we started handing them out to the drivers. If you go on an OJS, you on your lunch break or, you know, off the clock when you're done, you fill it out, all the things that you went through throughout the day, whether this particular person was helping the driver hold doors open or touch packages or whether your load was manicured in the morning and you were very well catered to with your pickups being taken off and all of that. It's all on the checklist, which was a very good idea. And here goes uh, the... The, the company and now they want to do these weird more rides the the method evaluation observation rides which fair I, day fair pay yeah I mean that's all it is man you lost yes. on production you got your asses kicked yes. I mean leave it alone the guys are going to do what they're capable of doing that is it the, uh, the, you know get over it I just want to give a shout out to my son Gio out in Boston okay. he's listening in Oh, Gio! Big shout out, up? Gio. That's my uh, that's that's my stepson. <laughs> no, okay, all right. Now, Gio, me and Gio go a long way. He's a, a, a true teamster out in uh, local twenty five out there in Boston with uh, Sean O'Brien. Uh, shout out to Gio. And a lot of and another thing, Bob, that a lot of these kids don't know uh, that they were speaking about at the union. Uh, is basically workers comp or getting injured off the job or on the job there's uh, services available to all of us all of you uh there's um unum unum is a right it's called unum as a separate uh insurance that you could actually you know yeah, well unum yeah, yeah unum is a grandfather in and now they have a new uh, uh it's, a, it's a it's a different one that's for disability and comp uh, those guys are going to be out in every center uh, now that the weather is nice. They're going to be outside your doors, acts around. It's a good thing to have uh, extra insurance when you go on disability or, or on comp. Uh, you, can, uh, you can collect a nice, uh, well, I, I, I did. I did it for one month, and I got a nice $3,000 check. And, you know, it, it won't financially mess you up when you're on disability or comp. Yeah. And the great thing is that, you know, they spoke about also, you know, being smart enough to notify your steward when you get injured. That, you know, the, a lot of times the company, they try to brush it under the rug and they yeah, tell you, oh, numbers. we're going to give you a couple of days off. You know, don't worry about it. Don't come back. Well, they want to they actually just uh, 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 they were speaking about a manager who got demoted for trying to pay a guy out of his that classification. Was, that was my case. Yeah. H Hector Ford is working. My on case. One. It was uh, as soon as I got into office, I saw that uh, it was a guy out on on disability well he wasn't on disability or comp because what they were doing and they was hiding the injury and i went all into it and found out that they was f falsifying records the manager was falsifying records he was actually paying the guy as a car washer uh for the, the days he was out because they didn't want him to report the injury what it came to light is when he needed surgery so they were like, whoa, wait a minute. We can't we can't do nothing about that now. We're going to have to put you, you know, you're going to have to say something that you got hurt off the job and he actually got hurt on the job. And I and I to the guys, please, if you got hurt on the job, report it right away. Report it to your supervisor, report it to your job steward. So what happened with this case that, you know, once I found out and I got all into it, I wanted the manager fired because he was falsifying. And I'm not satisfied to this day 
And as soon as I found out that he was demoted, I called labor. My I called labor and said, I'm not satisfied with that decision, because if if a, a member forces five records, he's out the door. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. I'll see you in arbitration. Yeah. Why can't a manager be fired the same way a member be fired? Mm. And when they demoted him, it was like a slap in my face right. because I want I they asked me time and time and time and again, what do you want done, Hector? I want him fired. Yeah. I even went up to the to the supervisor, to the manager, to his face, and he was like trying to sweet talk to me uh, how do you, how we could work this out. No, I want to see you pack your shit yeah. and get the fuck out of the building. I want you fired. And when they did this to him and they demoted him, it was a slap in my face. Mm. And I swear to this day, and I told Labor, anyone that I swear to God, I'll go to every arbitration where anybody being fired for falsification, and I'll come up with the story that they do they do what they do for their management, they should do for the membership. Right, right, right. Everybody should be taking I'm sorry, I wanted to make a quick correction. It wasn't 176 members in the last three years the old executive board signed on. It was 176 in that, in that last year they were in office. So I want to just make a quick, uh, I don't want any incorrections out there. That they're going to be yelling at me, well, it wasn't three years. So basically, um, also, you know, notify your manager if you get injured. Notify your steward right away. You know, uh, um, and then, you know, go through the process. Now, they're saying you should definitely get in touch with Stuart and his team, uh, you know, and Stuart Goldstein and his team because they're going to handle the insurance part of it for you. Don't go and try to do it on your own. Now, one thing that I remember Stuart was saying, oh, there goes a motorcycle. One of the things that I remember Stuart saying at the last meeting, the shop Stuart meeting was that, um, you know, uh, one of the, <laughs> I lost my train of thought again. Uh, is that I, I got your mother waving to me yeah. <laughs> with I don't know is it her sister? I have no idea. They're uh, hot. Hey, <laughs> you better watch it. <laughs> oh, so bad. So, uh, so Stewart will handle the, the insurance end of it for you. You know, let them handle it. And oh, and the important thing is, and this isn't for any members that are not that are listening that are not from our local. It might be different. The the laws might be different in places. Like for example, in Jersey, you're not allowed for some reason to go see your own doctor. You have to go to the UPS doctor. Wow. But here in our local, that is bullshit. Here, don't let them force you. If you don't want to go to their doctor, you don't have to go. You can go to your own personal doctor. And that's one thing that Stuart Goldstein made very clear. And, and you if can they also try tell to give you shit, you call Stu and he will give them help. And they, I mean, if they go to your doctor, you can also tell the doctor you don't want him in your in your, in your your examination room. You, that's they can right. wait outside, that's right. you wait outside, outside the facility. Fuck them. That's right. And they don't yeah. have to be there. They are not doctors, okay? They don't and, have to be there. And what you were saying, the first thing that the supervisor is going to do when he approach you, when you, you get into an uh, accident or injury, the first thing he's going to say, did you call your shop to it yet? Because you're giving them, once you say, no, I didn't call my shop steward yet, now they're going to try to persuade you to go their way. But if you say, yes, I already I spoke to my shop steward right after I spoke to you, they're going to do it the right way. Because once a shop steward knows your injury or your accident, they, they're not going to try to... Then, What's that, a motorcycle? Yes, that's another motorcycle. Uh, they go uh, hard out here in Brooklyn. <laughs> That's right. We're live here in the backyard. To start my bike up and just make noise for the hell of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so they they have as soon as the shop steward knows about what is going on, I guarantee you, their whole their whole way of do doing things is going to be the right way. 
If you don't tell them that you told your shop steward, they're going to do it their way. And their way is the wrong way. Because they're going to tell you, hey, take a couple of days off, we'll pay you. Just like this incident that happened. So just follow the rules, follow the, the methods. You get injured, you call your supervisor first, you call your shop steward second. Um, question about the 72, um, the 72s and the investigations behind them. Why do they, uh, like, once they put you in the 72, like, what is it's a cooling off period it's a cooling off period for but, both parties but it, i feel i feel like i feel like that that's not really a cool enough for you you know like for the for the worker right well it's it's 272s and a lot of locals don't have what we have right. the 72 working 72 is that they put you on notice mm-hmm. they but you're still working because mm-hmm. the reason they keep you working because it's not a cardinal sin mm-hmm. uh non-working 72 is when it's a cardinal sin Mm-hmm. They feel that you lie during investigation or you're dishonest. But this company always thinks you're dishonest. <laughs> Just looking at you, because they think. They, because they're not dishonest. Yeah, you could be the most <laughs> guy that goes to church and mm-hmm. never lied in your life, and they'll still call you a fucking liar. <laughs> this, this company is the worst, you know. Yeah. And that dishonesty language is the worst mm-hmm. language there is in this contract. Mm-hmm. We had a little, uh, we put a little uh, uh, wording on it, on the dishonesty uh, language for this contract. Um, saying that if you said on your interview the 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 car was blue and then you said you remember at the interview the car was green, mm-hmm. they cannot fire you for that because right away they will fire you for that. I've seen it. I've seen it done. They, they can't do it anymore. They can't Thanks do it to anymore. The contract and these guys uh, adding some language to that particular yeah, being under pressure. You just, you're you, not gonna f- they can't fire you for not recalling something. The best not policy and I and you listen. Don't lie. Yes. Just be 100%. straight up honest. Because us as BAs and, and shop stewards, we could defend honesty. Right. We cannot defend dishonesty. Right. So right. if you're lying to the company and you're lying to your shop steward and you're lying to the BA, your case is gonna go to hell. <laughs> but if you're if you're honest yeah. with, with with us and, and you're honest with the company, it's nothing that can happen to you. Yes. You can you can get a slap on the wrist as long as you're honest. Yes. You know, but if you're gonna be dishonest and you're gonna you're gonna change your story as you go along, it's a hard fight for us. It's a hard fight for the stewards and it's a hard fight for the BAs. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. the best thing is to to be there to be honest. It's like quicksand, bro. Yeah. You know, the more you lie, the deeper you get into it, till you just can't breathe no more. Yeah, I, yeah. Don't, I don't feel like you should lie in UPS in general because it's a job. You know, it's like well, not not necessarily a job, but your career is um. Anything that's your livelihood, you shouldn't want to, you know, approach in that type of direction. So the thing about UPS is that they already, appro- the thing about the company is they're already approaching you in that, that type of way. You they're- know, and I'm glad Hector brought that up because Hector's one of the, the, the business agents and, and a lot of the members of the executive board wants to hold them accountable for their integrity. Yes. Because like he said, this guy was doing fraud and here he is, he gets a demotion. Now, but if it was one of us, we'd be out on our yeah, ass. Sure. You know, and it's not right. Like, for example, I don't feel sorry for any of the management. Fuck them. And, you know, that brings up my point that they were talking about also at the general membership meeting. The members that are losing money that never signed up for United Way. Now, here you are. You got a group of guys who haven't wanted to put money into the United Way, but yet it's coming out of their check. Now, that is not that is unfair. And and Vinny said it. He said he saw 80 guys on the list that 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 came to him and were like you know it was it'd be one thing you could say you made a mistake like Vinny said yeah. three or four that's one thing fucking 80 80 members and that's just probably one building yeah. 
You know, I, I mean, let them come down to Foster. Let them go to Laurelton. Let them go to, to Manhattan and start asking how many guys. And I bet you that number increases by hundreds. Well, that's what happened to that Manhattan uh, South uh, center manager. He was uh, falsifying signatures of drivers for the United Way. And they was taking money out of the, you know, that's theft. Yeah. You're stealing from the members. And that's what Vinnie Perone was telling the company. You're fucking stealing from the members. <laughs> I want fucking full back pay to these guys. And I want that son of a bitch fired. Yes. Yeah. So when they were ready to fire him, he pulled a disability. <laughs> when they, when they, when they, when they told I'm the on manager, a, a mental stress leave. Exactly. <laughs> you know, hello. hello. You're still gonna get fired, you fucking moron. Hello, McFly. Your shoes untied. This McFly. is a center manager. He thinks, oh, because he goes on disability. Oh, okay. And you know, he's not gonna get. You're gonna get fired, you fucking son of a bitch. You fucking. And I say son of a bitch because that's Raul's words. <laughs> Raul always calling me a son of a bitch. So <laughs> I got. I I got caught on to that. So now I, I say son of a bitch. But that son of a bitch manager, should, mm -hmm. you know, he's fired. And no matter what, if he goes out on disability count, whatever the fuck, you're fired, motherfucker. Because yeah. yeah. you stole from the membership. All right. Now, moving on to the next topic, safety. This was big because... There, there, there have been some members who have been, as, as we've been told, Vinny is trying to reform our safety. It is time for us to take back safety away from the company. And we need to make sure that we take care of the welfare of our members in a safe environment. Not just this handing out fucking apples and bananas and oranges and handing out sheets saying, oh, watch out. Yeah, Charlie. You know. <laughs> yeah, Robin. <laughs> no more rides in the Batmobile for you. Um, so one of the things that he said, what Mark Cohen said, which I thought was really good, was that they're having a two-day training at the hall next month. Um, and when I find out the dates, I think it's very important. It's going to be a two-day thing, eight hours a day. If a member is truly serious about the safety and the safety and the health and welfare of his members, and you want to be on the safety team, I am urging you right now, think about it. Because if you say that you can't go to one of these training classes, I'm going the, the safety people I have in place right now, I will remove them. And I will put other people in place. And what they're saying is if you decide to remove them and you put other people in their place, that you speak to your business agent, they will look into the people that you're planning to put into place and they will, you know, give you the go ahead. You know, so I thought that was a great idea. I think it's time that, you know, this safety is reformed. We need to make sure that it's for the benefit of the members, not just the benefit of the company, so that when OSHA comes around, they want to make everything look all sweet and pretty. Mop the floors finally. You know, and, and all the bird shit we got flying <laughs> around in the fucking Foster Avenue facility is ridiculous. Still can't get rid of the birds, though. I had a, I had it out with one of the, I don't know if he's the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Tony how, hates that. That's how the that's how the guy was laughing when I spoke to him about the bird situation. I'm like, it's unsanitary. Come on, man. Twice in a row. And it was like, I mean, seriously, this is unsanitary. It's disgusting. We got we got Baba. Baba loves it. Uh, you, you, you got it's unsanitary. It's disgusting. They're, they're, they're shitting on our computers. I have to use the the antibacterial wipes. Oh, so I'm a germaphobe. Uh, yeah, if you 
notice that I, when I get on a, on a computer and I'm doing my station, I'm cleaning it completely because there's bur- and I put a cardboard I've over the, the top of bags me as well. And the guy says to me, oh, well, we put up spikes, you know, <laughs> in the places they were nesting. Yeah, well, guess what? They went from the spikes. Now they're flying over my fucking head. And it's disgusting. And, and then I spoke to the DM about it. And, you know, it's like, you know, the, oh, we're going to see. We're going to look into it. And I'm like, you know what? I hope you look into it very soon because when the safety committee gets reformed, I'm hoping that they take care of stuff like that because it, it is unsanitary. It's unsafe. And there's no reason anybody should be working in bird poop or fear that a bird is going to poop on their head or their eye. <laughs> it's you good know, luck, I you. heard. <laughs> and I don't know if you've seen our DM. He has a very shiny head. No offense to you, sir. But if a bird poops on your head, I'm pretty sure then you're going to want to do something about it on your nice shiny head dripping poop. Right down so this eyeball. is what the show came to. Yeah. Bird poop. I'm sorry, man. It's just really Safety. getting up. Union my bird poop. <laughs> Safety, first. <laughs> Safety first, man. I could be doing a package and all of a sudden, <laughs> right on my head. Not cool, man. I will go play the lottery right away. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. It's good luck, right? It's no, good luck. You. It feels like bad luck to me. Um, let's see what, what you got going on here in the chat room. Fast and the Furious. Yep, that was the bikes going by. DJ Serious. <laughs> Uh, Elaine asked where the bike was. I told her it's right next to me. I was about to spark up. It's right behind you, actually. Yeah, she's right behind me. That's Desiree. My my Hayabusa was Tallulah. My 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 Ducati is Desiree. Uh, let's see here. No double standards. Frank Whalen. Yep. Uh, preach on. Uh, preach on. Yep. Yep. Okay. That's what we got so far. Oh, Hector. One from Jamie Haynes. Can you speak? Can you have? Uh, can you speak, Hector, about the myth that part timers years equal a certain amount of full time years? Sorry, what was the question? Uh, there's a myth that part-time years equal a certain amount of full-time years. And I could speak on this a little because, no, that's not the way it works. It's a separate part-time pension. That's correct. The pe- part-time pension is separate from the full-time pension. So if so you come a full-time, you have two pensions coming exactly. to you. That, that is correct. I did five. I did almost six years as a as a uh, part-timer, so I will get that. So it's, I think you're vested after five years? Yes. Yeah. So you, you get that money plus whatever you make as a full-timer. So when I have my years in total, I will get my pension and I will get that part-time pension, whatever it may I be. I ain't putting down this corona. Though. <laughs> this guy is uh, really hooking us up here in the backyard. Mm. That's right. We are the What The Heck Show here live in Brooklyn in the backyard of Tony Rosario's uh, backyard in the Brooklyn. You hear shot fired. You hear police. We are in the deep. We in East, is this called East New York. Is this called East New York? Yes, oh, yeah. sir. It's yes, East sir. New York. So uh, we have we have bouncers here also just to make sure that no one comes in and, uh, and take our equipment. Oh. HTC put down the corona. Yeah. Heck, put down the corona. <laughs> yeah, they do. Put down the corona. Yeah. Yeah. If they only knew what I'm drinking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But anyway, uh, what do you what do you thought? What was your thoughts with the general membership meeting today? I like the general. I like the uh, membership meeting today. I feel like even though it was a uh, it was a, a quick meeting, the topics that were spoken about were necessary. Uh, I've actually took some notes on them. So. Oh, my man, taking notes at the meeting. <laughs> While you look over your notes, one of the things that I want to shout out is our executive board, so that you guys know who weren't at the meeting and you're listening in, were all the charges, or should I say false charges, that were put upon them were dropped, okay? So our man, our principal officer, Vinnie Perone, charges dropped. Scott Damone, charges dropped. Pete Massandrea, 
Let's correct that. Oh, uh, there's, there's, there's certain ones that didn't get their charges dropped. And that was uh, the, the top four, which was Tim Sylvester, uh, um, Reynolds, O'Neal, and Pete Massandrea. They they charges stuck with uh, with them. But our members, but, uh, our executive board members, they were all dropped, no? Right. Benny Pavone, Scott Damone, Chris, Chris Williamson, Williamson, Anthony Cerulli, Anthony Cerulli. Uh, Steve Oz. All those uh, other charges were dropped. Uh, and this is what the, these O executive board with the kangaroo court. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I put a cheer to that, but uh, <laughs> should have been a boo. There you go. Well, they had a kangaroo court, and the right way to do to bring charges on 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 executive board is by having a jury uh, a, a a court appearance. You know, you have the company, you have the, and you have to have members there. To uh, to judge the charges, and they didn't do that. They did, you know. Eddie Viata was the, the the jury, the judge, and the executor. So that's why um, the, these guys' uh, charges were dropped because they had no principle whatsoever. And I'm kind of glad because there was a a black cloud over our head when we were running. Uh, the judge gave us the okay to run, and that's why we ran. And uh, and the outcome was great and we were very, very very happy with the outcome but like i said the old executive board you know they they relied on this they they wanted to see that they are the, the local's going to be trustee because these guys are going to get charged and this is so is no is no trusteeship the the charges are dropped we're 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 free the black cloud is not over local 804 anymore what we're doing now is moving forward for the membership. We're not thinking about uh, our three years in. We're thinking about uh, pursuing this membership, making the membership better, making uh, this company pay for everything they do to our membership. And this is our focus right now. Our focus is the membership and Local 804 and bringing back Local 804. And let me tell you something, Local 804 is coming back because we were at the Unity Conference in Vegas. and No, when, not is coming back. Local 4 is back, heck. We are back. We yeah, are absolutely. Back. That's fucking I mean, right. I mean, I, I want it back, back, back. But in Unity, <laughs> at the, Unity, at the Unity Conference, everybody knows who the fuck is 804. That's fucking right. And that's right. 804 is here. 804 for life. Uh, we got uh, Jamie says if someone did sign up, how do they stop it? Uh, if you're talking about the United Way, Jamie, which I think you are, uh, basically you you go to your manager and you tell him to take it off. He, if he doesn't listen to you or whatever the case, go to your steward and have it taken care of. If, you, if your correct. steward will take it to the business agent if need be, but I'm pretty sure they can stop it at that level. Right. The the, uh, the shop steward could go right to your center manager and do a payroll inquiry, and if you don't want to pay that United Way. Then you can get it taken off by uh, they go to payroll and they'll take it off for for you. <laughs> now talking about Tony, United Way, Tony, let, me, let me tell you something. Tony, uh, Tony Lane Miller, I've got construction going on in my building and the members are having cement falling on them from above, and you're bitching about bird shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. That is wow. Yeah, that's why she says I hate the fucking cha- co-chair of the safety committee. But good. <laughs> yeah, fucking Jones, talking Jones. about the United Way. Now every year they come up with this. United Way ship and the reason the reason they uh, pressure the members to pay to what's going up the the reason they pressure the members to get into the United Way is because if we don't give money to the United Way the members 
the the supervisors has to pull out of their pockets. So the more members they get to pay to this United Way, the less money they have to pull out of their pockets mm-hmm. to pay. So this is why it becomes a corruption bullshit. Right. United Way, I never contributed to the United Way only because of the fact, even though I wasn't in the company in 97, but when the 97 strike, when the UPS, when the company went on strike, when the union went on strike in 97, and they asked United Way to help out, you know, for to fee or to some kind of sponsor to for the members that were out for those two weeks, United Way turned their backs on on Teamsters. So that's why I would never uh, contribute to the United Way wow. because they they turned their backs on us yeah. when we were in need, yeah. and now they want us to give a dollar or two for their fucking causes. Bullshit. That's why it, when they approach you with the United Way, you have the right to say no. I don't want it. It happens to be that that fucking supervisor, that manager in Manhattan South, uh, decided he was going to sign guys' names in and do the United Way anyway when they said no. And that's why he's in the shithole where he's at right now. And fuck him. I think he should be fired. I think he should fucking, he should pay for all those uh, United Ways that he signed for. (laughs) Take it out his salary. Exactly. So what about um, uh, the retro checks? Who do they apply for? They don't apply for. They just apply for full timers or retro checks. No, it's apply for you. For you also. How long you have to be in the company? For the well, any apply? if you you've been in the company since August of 2018, correct? Yes. So any time that you worked from uh, 2018, see the part times. I don't know because it's a tricky things with this because exactly. they they threw you guys in with that 15. Hold up, helicopters. They're not looking for us, but anyway, you guys went up to a fifteen dollar exactly. because of this of the law of the New York State law. So that counts as a seventy cents. You know what? The, the the best one to talk about that is Chris Williams in our executive because he knows it from the from the T. I sent everybody to him mm. because I don't know how it's going to affect you guys as far as the retro and the raises. Right, right. And I think you guys should get the raise. With us, yeah, yeah. but I, I it's, it's, it's some kind of tricky on that, and that's what Chris Williams and, and our executive board, he knows because he's a part time in you know inside guy. He knows everything about the inside. Yeah, yeah. And if anybody has any questions about that, about uh, if you're gonna get the fifth, the seventy cents raise and the retro, uh, call the hall, call call Chris Williams. He'll 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 explain it to you. I wish I could explain it to you, but it's it's hard to explain. Yeah. Uh, Chris Williams knows all the details for that. So if you guys could call the hall, 718-786-5700 and ask for Chris Williams, he definitely will have an answer for that, for your part-timers. Right, and that's great to know. That's that's a great thing to know, to be honest, so that somebody actually has the answers. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, oh, hold up. Hey, I cut it uh, off because you uh, stepped away. Okay. Uh, um, you got $15 an hour, or did you get like the 1560 no, uh, as a matter of fact, f- for uh, part time inside the building, it's 15. Just there wasn't any uh, add ons, but well, the guys that were already above uh, 15, though, I believe they got they got an extra 60 cents, was it something like that? That's what I'm saying. Uh, some 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 people who actually worked there, they 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 said they got a raise, but the raise wasn't over maybe uh, 50 cents. 
El barrio de Rosario, DJ Series. Oh. It is el barrio mío. Yeah, you hear all these ambulance, <laughs> helicopters, and police going by. You know, we're live here in Brooklyn, East New York. Duke like, 804 says EMS for life. <laughs> Local and, 804 for life. And like we said earlier today, if you're interested in having the radio show in your backyard uh, anytime this summer, we can uh, set it up that uh, uh, Tony Rosario will broadcast live in, in your backyard. You can have as many uh, 804 members there to uh, talk on the radio Absolutely. And, and let everyone know what's going on. Hold on, we have a phone call. Oh, we got a call coming in at 4.55. We might have to run a little late tonight. I want to I wanna let this show go. We're, gonna, we're not going to cut it off at 5. You on Union Power Radio. Tony Rosario, hey, host yeah, speaking. Yeah. Who is speaking? What's going on? So he's Go ahead. That's, right. But there's a post on the Facebook where Scott Damone explained it. One of the yeah. guys asked the question and he explained it on there. Yeah, my question, my question to you is, uh, like, why, why do you feel like that's fair that uh, a government raise could be uh, inclusive with uh, with the raises of your company? The raise, the raise that you were supposed to get for 2018, they, they did. Well, you would get it. You get it, and that's only for the retro, for the retro check. You use that raise for the retro check. But once, you only use that raise from August to December, because now you were bumped up to $15 or $13 or whatever one. So that particular raise, whatever you were supposed to get in 2018, you're only going to use it for the retro check from August to December when that that new raise kicked in from the government. Wow. So now, once you got bumped up to $15, if you're on the five bowls, next year, you're supposed to get the 75 cents, which would bring you up to 15.75. Which would be this so August, be, right, Jamie? This August. Right, this August coming, right. So that's, okay, what, so that's what stops you. I asked him that question, and he said, yes, yeah, you continue to get the raises, but, but the one for... 2018 you only yeah, can use that, that one. if you were August making if you were, if you were making the $15 an hour before December then you would have been entitled to it correct right right right, right. I don't know what their pay raises but I'm quite sure they, they wasn't close to $15 or whatever from what I was when I was hearing so if you was making over that then you should get the raise right yeah but if you wasn't then that's how you calculate it Oh, thank you, thank you. You definitely clarified a lot yeah. for me. I appreciate that. But there's a, there's a post. There's a post. I'll bump it up in that Facebook group. I'll bump it up if you're in the Facebook group. I'm going to get him in there. I'm going to get him in there. I'm going to go there right now, as a matter of fact, if you're speaking on it. 
I'm gonna invite you in All there. Right. Right. I'm gonna invite you in there right now. Okay, I don't have to search. No, no. <laughs> I'm gonna invite you in, and then they're gonna ask you your uh, information, what local you work out of, who's your steward, and then you put that in there. You could put my name or Coop. It's up to you. Uh, we're well, running. If he's gonna do it now, he could just tell me his name on Facebook, and I'll just, I'll just add him in. Oh, I gotta. His his name is is a little strange on Facebook. <laughs> so I'm gonna oh. have to. Don't believe this guy, man. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to say what, your name? You you I'll say your name if you think I'm full of shit. What is his name? Uh, uh, it's all right, guys. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. Right, yeah. <laughs> you need to go into that. His, his, his name is G String Brooklyn. <laughs> you know it, baby. Uh, for the stripper club. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that, that's what I called him for. All right, man. Thanks uh, for calling it. in, uh, Jamie. Thank you for the advice, man. Thank you, Jamie. And yes, right, Jamie, you will be invited to my next barbecue uh, broadcast if we have one here in the yard. Absolutely, you're invited. Right. Anybody in our local is invited. Uh, this is a show for the members, by the members, always. And as long as I'm here, we'll always be. We will come to anybody's house, to anybody's backyard. We will try to do the best we can to set it up. You speak to us, you DM us, you DM me, Anthony Rosario on Facebook. You could uh, DM Hector Fortis or you can call the number 3407-403-0705. Um, we're signing out now. I want to thank all my listeners. Well, are you going to shout out anyone? Okay, Absolutely. Can I say one thing? Yeah, yes, go ahead. Sir. Don't. Hector is not the original. Do not call my lady mommy. I'm letting y'all know that right now. Uh -oh. She's still my uh -oh. lady. Uh-oh, Joe, you heard that, Joe. Do not call Joe mommy. mommy. First of all, you're leasing. You're leasing with an option to buy. <laughs> oh, shit, Joan. Are you listening to this, Joan? Uh, Joan is going to, she's going to end up calling in. Joan, do not call her. And, and let, let me tell you something, Mr. October. You're trying to get into a, uh, the UPS mag uh, calendar, aren't you? <laughs> Fabio <laughs> he, He's the black Fabio Wow son You heard that Wow A lot less hair A lot less hair Alright <laughs> Alright man Thanks for calling Thanks for calling Jamie My brother Alright have a good one y'all You too Alright shout yeah, out Yeah so uh, We come to the end of the show Tony That's it Shout and, out And uh, Ba You got any shout outs out there You had people listening to the show What's up? Yeah, Barbara. Uh, I like to shout out Queen Key. I like to shout out everybody who's in the chat who actually liked uh, the things that I said and supported me. You know, I appreciate the advice given to me from everybody. Thank you, and I need more. So if you know me personally, don't do not feel afraid to stop me and uh, teach me new lessons because I'm going to need to grow with this company uh, for a long time, and I'm going to have to dodge the BS. <laughs> That's right, and so, I and I thank you for uh, uh, coming in and hanging out with us. Um, I mean, this is now Tony Rosario's show. Uh, <laughs> is ever since I got into the, but I've been helping out because uh, Charlie, you know, he's uh, busy with doing his kid stuff uh, with his kid. So uh, I, I thank you, uh, Tony, for having me uh, on the show. <laughs> You're welcome, Mr. Fortis. <laughs> we make a great team, you guys. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> I want to thank everybody. I want to thank my uh, my co-host today, Mr. Barber, Julius Barber, young part-timer, three-year, already trying to, you know, get his feet wet, wet in the system, opening his eyes, staying woke. Uh, I want to thank all my all our listeners. I should say all listeners because it's all of us. Uh, Richard Hooker Jr. was on. Thank you for listening, Richard Hooker Jr., and good luck to you and your elections coming up. God bless you, brother. You're one of the ones that care, and we hope that you guys out there get it done. 
Uh, we got Victor Aviles. A lot of funny stuff came out of you today. <laughs> Thank you for calling. DJ, are you serious? Another one. Thank you for being in the chat room. Uh, Frank Whalen, as always, my brother from another mother. Frankie boy, we saw, we see each other all the time at all the meetings. Uh, and thank you, everybody. Remember, you can listen to us. If you didn't hear the show today, you can catch us on Spotify. Uh, we got the Union Power Radio Podomatic.com. You can go on there. You can listen to past shows. And uh, again, as always, stay united. Solidarity. We are putting the U back in unity. Love you all. Peace That's out, my right. brothers. And, and I want to say, uh, give a shout out to... Uh, uh, Santiago just listening in Mena our shop stewards out there doing their job and helping us uh, succeed here in the executive board I want to give a shout out to Raul Molestina out there barbecuing I'll be home soon brother yeah. I want that fucking state <laughs> and some of that Medium raging well. bitch IPA that it's, raging bitch IPA we would have uh, had that here we would have been lit already he loves that shit <laughs> that shit is good <laughs> And uh, I want to say peace out to all my brothers and sisters. You know, this radio show is going to be, is, is for the members, by the members. It's going to be every other week because of the schedule of Tony Rosario. And I'll try to uh, help him out here. And we need your help to be listening and learning. And I'm sorry about the win. And uh, we're in Brooklyn. We got to get out of here before... We get, <laughs> we get our asses shot up in here in East New York. But like I said, you could call 347-403-0705 if you want us to come to your house, to your backyard, and have a radio broadcast live from your backyard, as long as it's not in Brooklyn, okay? This also goes out to the business agents and trustees and any executive board member to the president himself. You guys want to have us over, you want to do a broadcast, we'd be more than willing to come over. That goes out to every member, executive board included. Thank you all for listening. Peace out, brothers and sisters. Much love. Much love. out the original What The Heck Show every Saturday at 3 p.m. on UnionPowerRadio.com.